our Jamie. His name is Jacob, but he's our Jamie. Gang, gang. Um, yeah, guys, I'm Genesis Ringy, the goat. We got. I'm just Ant. Ant from the foe. If you want my last name, you got to go to episode one. And we got Jacob the shooter, getting his right, all the way through and through. <sighs> all right, well, let's get a quick recap of the first episode out of the way. Let's just on the feedback. What was the feedback like for you? Everybody hates you. I know. <laughs> I know. Everybody hates you. I knew you. that was coming already, though. I was getting DMs and texts and shit. I'm like, white supremacist and. <laughs> I'm like, it's a Republican who votes blue. <laughs> it's true. You like a. It is true. I'm an like independent a, that doesn't vote in You like a liberal conservative. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's wild. It's like. It's we just need, hard being one of either side. <laughs> we need to progress, but we need to keep some things the same. <laughs> and I'm just looking at your ass like slavery. <laughs> I'm slavery. glad we're not talking about that this time. No, no, we good. We we'll good. wait a couple more episodes for to dive he back said into a that. Couple more. I'd say uh, I want to say thank you to the TikTok comment section for Man, being my defense people. system. Fuck them people. They lit you the fuck up, and I didn't expect that, and I was happy because fuck at that point people. I was taking an L. In the feedback war, so I felt pretty good. Um, shout out to all the trolls out there. What is crime? <laughs> we'll be available on Reddit soon too. What is regular? So. What is regular crime if there's no black on black crime? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, that sounds yeah. fucking stupid. No, but all in all, thanks for everyone who watched the uh, first episode. So we didn't know if we were gonna make a second one or not, based upon um, if one of us got canceled or not. Everybody loves me. Yeah. So, so decided <laughs> you're the favorite. We knew this walking into this yeah. situation though. Yeah. You're the favorite. That's why you that's why you reached out to me and was like, yo, we should do a pod. Yeah. Let's talk our shit, but paint you as a golden child. I am the golden child. Even in, even when I'm wrong. Yeah, I guess so. But we here, man. No, nah, um, definitely appreciate y'all. The feedback that we got. Um Yeah, man, we we talked a lot of shit. Yeah. I got some words from some people, which is cool. So shout out to the gang. Shout out to everybody that was hitting yeah. me shout up. Shout out to your friends that It's good people, yeah. man. I do want to say this too. I do I do have to clarify some things because we were in the moment, so everything was a little off okay. the top and rambled and heated. The programs that we were talking about, so we can clarify this for everybody. We support what these programs are doing. Oh, here we go. We might not always agree with who's picked. Yeah, I'll, but we I'll support them. Up after you. you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna let you talk. I've been a part of these programs. They've done great work. They've had great success with a lot of independent artists, especially here from Milwaukee. So I do want to do that, and I do want to make my public apologies because I'm open to being wrong. Uh, you're apologizing. I'm open to apologize. Episode two. This is the beginning of episode two. You're apologizing. I'm apologizing to one person specifically. Uh, so you're trying to save. Specifically. Trying to save. My hey, I care about relationships. I was raised to nurture yeah. relationships. What's the word dog? you were telling me? What's Which the word? One? Nepotism. Nepotism. I told you I'm a fan of we it, gotta dog. We got to get that hanging up in here somewhere. I'll get this shit tatted. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, for me... Uh, oh, wait, wait, before, before you go. But oh, yeah, yeah, no. The programs are dope. I've been a part of the programs. It's like I said before. I'm always pushing artists, apply for this shit, but don't rely on it. Don't don't gamble your life away on this one thing making you <clears throat> get to the next goal of level. You know what I'm saying? Do the work. Make the best of that moment and that experience. And then share it with somebody else, whether you get picked for it or not. Same way I've done it. But that's it, man. Go ahead, please. Yeah, for me, you Give know, me before input. we head into this, uh, today's subjects, uh, with that subject specifically, I 
understand the concept of nepotism. I've worked in entertainment since I was 18. Uh, you know, it's a full-time thing for me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I understand how to make those pieces come together. You have to have build relationships with people. I mean, we have a relationship to make this come together. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We have a relationship so he can film this, you can engineer this, and I can put some pieces together and be Mr. Hate. Hateable. Mr. Hateable. Mr. Hateable. <laughs> no, but my main criticism is based around when people ask a question. Why are the things like this? Why is the structure here like this? Why are we a C market still? That's why. I think they In could, my opinion, that's why. I'm not, I'm not blaming the them yeah, yeah. for doing that because you want to look out for the people that you're rolling with. Definitely. But I'm saying there's no one that's put that aside when they found themselves in a moment of some type of power to you're not you're not finding new people you're 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 not responsible for any of these people that have come up in this city and you've had the keys not for specific one person but many times people have had the keys to make that happen and the reason why the success rate for that is low is because you give it to the people that you've been making business with for years so you're just basically continuing that business together and that's why it's going nowhere because a lot of those people are lost causes. A lot of their brands have already proved that they cannot work in large markets. You know what I'm saying? So that's my main criticism, you know, and, you know, I commend anyone that dedicates their life and their time to, especially getting into entertainment because Shit is not easy. it's not easy at all. You know, I'm up promised. until, for, for myself, up until a year and a half, two years ago, I was still working a job full time and doing this. So, you know, I commend anyone that's doing that, but I'm not going to apologize because it's facts. It's facts that the reason we are a seed market still is because we keep trying to give aid in so many chances to people who have not brought in the dollars, not brought in the eyes, and not made people want to come to the city. So that's my thing. I stand on it. You know, I understand what you're saying. And we, we weren't trying to point out one person, even though I would love for you to come on the show. Um, I don't have to say a name, but I would love for you to come on the show because you've done a lot as far as involvement in the scene in the last couple of years. Goldie, for and, sure. And uh, <laughs> none of us are goaded yet. Come on now. I'm goaded the fuck. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I would love to speak with somebody who's currently in a position of power because there's many people before... Any well, of the we, current we, people in power we, here. We know a couple of people. And there's no real power as far as, like, you know, we're not selling, you know. There's some folks. It, you, you yeah. Just, you're just saying it's some folks who have a lot more influence and, yeah. a lot, and have a, a better chance of pushing buttons and a, a broader view of the landscape. Exactly. I get what you're saying. Exactly. Nah, it's been, a, it's been some um, it's been some shifts in the dynamic as of late recently. So, I mean, yeah. we both got relationships with people in these new places we might be able to bring some folks on the show we'll see yeah we'll definitely be bringing guests on of all spectrums and uh you know i'm no rappers no rappers rappers please stop sending me messages i love i love y'all individually yeah i've done wait i've i've done shows i don't want to talk to myself i've done past podcasts i've given so many opportunities i've interviewed a lot of rappers i've done things with a lot of rappers and artists in general i this is not the place for that i don't want to hear i don't want to sit and talk about your album I just don't want to do it right now. Maybe later down the line. Just right now, just just let us build this for a little bit. One of the homies texted me and was like, hey, how much to be on the episode? And I was like... The episode for, that doesn't watching. have a following. <laughs> I was like, thanks for watching. Yeah. 
love I love you. I love the we enthusiasm. Gotta build that, we got to build that following first. We got to get this up and going. No, no pay to play over here. Never, <laughs> never has been, never will be. Well, if the price is right. But, uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so let's move forward. Uh, definitely want to... Uh, talk about some I different mean, we shit. Got, we got shit. We got shit lined up. Where do you want to go with it? You, you choose. I'll let you choose. Let's get the dumb shit. It, it is Black History the, Month. You get, get to go <laughs> first. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I want to get the dumb shit out the way. Okay. Um, uh, so you don't know these. about the Gorilla Glue girl? It's I do know a, about it's her. A yeah, woman. But yeah, I'm, I know about her. With my mom and I had a discussion this morning about me and my mom talked about it the other day too. Really? My mom just found the internet. Like, well, she knew about it, but she just like my mom called me today. I have a problem with that. But my mom was like, I'm talking to my mom because she called me the other night. She's like, hey, how you doing? I was like, I'm good. You know, I told you I was upset the other day. So I called her to get like some clarification, make sure yeah. I wasn't tripping and shit. Yeah, I was like, man, <laughs> does he not want to do this anymore? Nah, I, I was I was trying to text <laughs> ideas. I was like, wow, we just got 24,000 on TikTok. They have shit no to, they response. Have shit to do with you. It was like somebody irritated the fuck out of me. Yeah. <laughs> so I called my mom, get some clarification on that. Whatever. We, we cleared that up. But then I'm just chopping with her because that's my mom. I got to talk to her for forever. Yeah. And I'm asking her, like, yo, you heard about this Gorilla Glue lady? And she's like, who is that? What happened? I was like, so, this, so funny. this woman has, she ran out of conditioner or whatever. You know, she ran out of Gots to Be, which is a very popular hair product amongst my community. So she ran out of it, and I don't know what was in her mind, but something clicked and told her, use Gorilla Glue. Oh, my God. And my mom was like, no, nah, no, nah. because my mom, my mom, my mom was like, no, 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 no. She cannot gotten that mistaken for Gorilla Snot because there's a hair product called Gorilla Snot. She's like, nah, you couldn't have mixed that up with Gorilla Snot. There's nah. no way. You can't and I'm even like, buy it in the same. Think- That's what I was thinking, mom. And then I was yeah. like, yeah, so the, the woman, now her hair is basically stuck to her fucking head. <laughs> and she just went to the ER the other day. Um, I just saw a photo today. Like they, her friends finally got like a ponytail cut, like the ponytail cut off of her. So that's like, I guess we're making progress. But then it's like, like how, like yeah. how, like how, how do we get this far in life not reading instructions? Apparently, bro? she has a manager already, and she, I mean, shit, she got five hundred thousand followers. She's verified. It's like a GoFundMe. That's all. Yeah, I'm. Oh, this is yeah. is this is this cloud or is this stupidity? Well, I think it starts with stupidity. I mean, and continues on with stupidity. Yeah. But people love stupidity. That's that's some of the best selling stuff that's out there. It's it's the shit was just ridiculous to me because I'm like, how do you feel as an artist? How do you feel as an artist? This lady puts gorilla glue in her hair and gets millions and millions. She's in every news source and is good for a minute now until she gets her hair fixed. Obviously, no, that's not if, all the way good. But that's but. even if she plays it right or if she leverages. <clears throat> Cause she tried to get a, I, I mean, I think she's getting like a lawyer for it or whatever. But I, you don't have no, a real, that's, you don't have that's a real rap. case. She might as well just take the the, the influencer route of be, the, having what, that what, moment. But what the fuck are you gonna do with that? Just get a bag. Is, I mean, if she drops a mixtape, then I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but I'm, that, I'm, I'm as, saying it's just I like know, I have my hair, so I'm good. Like I'm saying, artists they worry about so much about like making sure that they don't look like a fucking idiot. Some of them do, that's their whole thing, yeah. but but like art general generally artists want to make sure that they don't do anything stupid. Stupid. Yeah. And then the stupid people they see it works right away. But the and, like, I but don't I'm not saying it's a long-term thing that that is going to work yeah, for her. But it's I like mean, the attention grabber. I don't know, bro. I think it's the place I'm in right now is like we're not worried about the attention at this moment. 
That's just me personally. We're not worried about the attention I'm or not the attention about, span? I'm not worried about the attention. You're not? Yeah, I'm okay. not personally, personally, personally. Like, that situation doesn't... That's interesting. That doesn't upset me. It's not like, oh, fuck, she's got all these followers now because she fucked up and I, maybe I need to go fuck... Nah, I'm good. Like, well, yeah, I mean, I <laughs> wasn't I'm, saying I'm cool you were. I, I meant, like, it's just funny. It's just funny no, that that's just, what works. No, I, no, and it's just... But the thing is, too, you got to realize because initially looking at it, it doesn't seem... It seems like a natural fuck-up, like an absolute authentic fuck-up. I'm sure fuck it was up. to yeah. an extent. Yeah, so it's like you can't get mad at that because it's not something planned. <laughs> yeah. Now, if we got five other motherfuckers who at yeah. the end of the week are like, damn, I gorilla glued my dick to my hand, somebody mm-hmm. help me. Like, I'm surprised right, it's not a challenger. Now Eddie, you're so. a jack. I mean, that's the wrong challenge to have. Yeah, I mean, we've seen some pretty sure. interesting but ones. I've seen some sure. dope memes. I've seen some funny-ass memes behind it. Like People are getting their recreation on, on TikTok and oh all that God. shit already. So the gorilla glue. Profit is up, but yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, just catch your bag, do your thing. Don't try to oh, sue whatever. Gorilla Glue though. Like that's just that fails. preposterous. You can't even that find fails. the same glues in the same section of the store. That fails. Like, that, but that, I mean, and that's the th- and that's where that's where my head gets blown away because I'm to me that's stupidity because it's like you had to go to the hardware section to yeah. get this shit. Yeah, this is nowhere near health and living and yeah. none of that. So I don't know, but hey. I just wanted to get that bullshit out of the way because yeah. it's something that everybody's talking about. <clears throat> what did your mom say? Uh, kind of just similar that it was just dumb. Yeah. But, you know, my mom, she's just so, you know, she just discovered reels and TikTok and like. My mom thinks black I get Twitter lit up is an by my location. mom. I wake up sometimes and I'll have 30 TikToks, you know, sent by my mom to never, me. Never, never. And never. it's only 7 a.m. I'm like. What are you doing? My mom texts me at least once a week. How do I get on Twitter? And I say, you're not built for that. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, don't let her. No, 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 Because no, no, when no. she does, she'll be upset. So when my mom found my, when my mom found Facebook, yeah, it was a week of oh, it was a week of this is funny, this is funny. Here's this video. This mm-hmm. thing, the same thing. All the other people do. They send you the same shit. Yeah. And I'm talking to her. She's like, I see absolutely why y'all is ignoring me in the car now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's like, Facebook yeah. is funny. I was like, yeah. I made the mistake of walking my mom through. Social media, like how to work. Why it. would you do that? I don't know. It's just I don't let my mom. You know, I don't walk my mom through updating her damn phone. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't wait know. Wait till I'm there. I'm gonna do it for you. I mistakes. I guess no humans just make mistakes. That It'd was a like mistake that. on my end. That was you acting out of love. Yeah. Don't do that. Not with technology. <laughs> there was not a lot to do during these this last year for oh some some of these months. Boy. So, um, you know. So I also want to talk about. Something else that's been in the media a lot lately, that? and that is cryptocurrency. And I want <laughs> you to start that combo. To out. the moon, face. Goats <laughs> <laughs> <Dodge> to the moon. <laughs> Why do you want me to start this shit? Because you. You think because, because I want to revert this back tech to nerd geek story. I, I want to revert back to episode one, <laughs> where I specifically said, Tech. Mr. Tech. Oh my God. What, so I mean, what's what's up? I mean, do y'all know what cryptocurrency is? Yeah, I mean it's just I know what cryptocurrency. I is. I know you do. I'm I was like me breaking fourth wall and shit. Like, oh okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, do y- y'all should okay, whatever. Um, why do you think let's, cryptocurrency let's, let's is blowing up as far as like a bunch of people who don't really know about it are doing it now? Because a bunch of people who made money. Yeah. Are talking about it. And then the people who are popular are seeing ways to make money outside of their field. So now they're talking about it because they have the money to make more money. Yeah. 
and then it becomes one popular person is something that 80% of the general public didn't know about, and then the market is... 4X people. Fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and then the market's in a free-for-all, and then you get GameStop yep. and AMC. And, and then you got then this you person that you haven't talked to since high school Man. messaging you at 3 in the morning to join their 4X team. And then you get Meek Mill <laughs> tweeting Bitcoin and dropping yeah. the value in less than an hour. It's nuts, dog. It's Meg Desalian sent me some Bitcoin. Oh, yeah, she yeah. sent me some, too. The women got a lot more. Damn. I was like... I felt special for a moment. Nah, nah, nah. nah. So they differentiated between women and dudes? Definitely. Nice. Like, one of my, one of my um, lady homies, she got like a $100 worth. Are you serious? Yeah, and I got like $9. Yeah, worth. I got like I 10 mad. bucks. I, was, hey, Bitcoin's Bitcoin. I sold it immediately. Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> I sold it immediately. Bitcoin to the yeah. curb, look at that. Yeah, I fumbled a bag in 2015 when I was uh, offered to buy some, mm-hmm. and a couple of years later, it, obviously people became rich off of it. One of the people that offered me to buy some in 2015 ended up being a multimillionaire, and, Jeez. you know, an Maybe investor like with me and s- some old stuff I was doing, but it's like, man, if I just would have listened or gave it a, a, another thought. So could have, would have, can't. So now that. I feel like with, with crypto... Um, I feel that people are just looking at those stories of the success stories. Yeah, and everybody's looking for a quick come up. Yeah, it's, it's a like, pump and dump. It's a pump and dump. A lot of these are. They're, a yeah, lot of the it. blue chip ones like Ethereum and Bitcoin, I, I understand e- those. I wouldn't. I personally wouldn't pump and dump Ethereum, but that's just me personally. No, no, no. I'm saying those are the blue chip ones. Those oh, are yeah, the yeah, ones yeah. that are yeah, the, yeah. the okay, real yeah. deal. The, the big the big cap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the large cap ones. Yeah, for sure. But the rest are... Pretty much pump it up. You know, I got uh, some statistics that so I, I saw, actually wrote oh, down. Pull them up. Pull them up. I so, saw a dope little tweet while you while you grabbed go ahead, that. Go ahead. I saw a dope tweet that said, um, while Dogecoin is like all the rage and shit now and people are trying to make that quick buck, mm-hmm. it was interesting because somebody was like, Dogecoin essentially has no real value because it it's unlimited. Well, yeah. here, here, uh, And that plays into this right yeah. here. So it is unlimited, but there is a market cap of on course. it right now. Okay, okay, okay. So let me, read you, let me read you the statistics of the two top Cryptocurrencies and then Dogecoin in comparison. The two top cryptocurrencies are Bitcoin and Ethereum. Yep. Yeah. So uh, Bitcoin has uh, 21 Bitcoin total in total. Mm-hmm. They have 18 million Bitcoin in rotation. Mm-hmm. So that's the amount that's available right now. Um, Wait, 21 total? 21 million total? 21 million okay. total. You said 21. I had to make sure. Yeah. 21 million total Bitcoin mm-hmm. in that's it. Yeah, yeah. Nothing that's, else. That's after. what's been coded and programmed and created on the blockchain. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, let me see. Um, Ethereum. Ethereum has uh, 114 million cap. And. Uh, Not mad at it. I'm reading this wrong. I'm sorry. Are oh, you good? But the, the first shit was right. Um, the thing about Dogecoin is there is 128 billion Dogecoin. <laughs> and, the, the and there's 5 billion mined every year. And how long uh, has it been it's an out? increasing supply, huh? How long has Dogecoin been? Uh, it's been around for a while. It okay. started as a meme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, a yeah. meme joke. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the creator of Bitcoin or one of the founders literally coded it the same and then changed the name to that and changed it to a dog coin. And it was it started as a meme and as a joke, and now it's getting the push from you know Elon Musk. And, you know he's a trollster. But then he goes and 
has, and he, you know, he criticizes Bitcoin all the time. And then now Tesla is accepting Bitcoin Elon as a payment. Elon is fucking hilarious, dog. <laughs> He's like Iron Man without the suit. Yeah. <laughs> so here, here's the here's the statistic on the Dogecoin that I was saying. If all three had a one trillion dollar market cap, and mm-hmm. and uh, if it was one trillion dollars, Bitcoin would be fifty three thousand seven hundred sixty three, uh, fifty. Wait, yeah, fifty-three thousand seven hundred sixty-three. Uh, with twenty-one million cap, it has. Uh, Ethereum would be eight thousand seven hundred seventy-one, with a hundred fourteen million cap, <laughs> and Dogecoin would be seven dollars and eighty-one cents, with a hundred twenty-eight billion dollar cap, like in rotation right now. To the moon, no. Yeah, so that's if there was a trillion dollar market cap on on uh. On those currencies. So, so that is, that's, you know, I don't know. Just like do your research on it. I know we're not all as smart as everyone else. Hey, I'm nowhere. I'm an I'm idiot t- when I'm it comes to cryptocurrency. I'm going to tell you the same thing I tell everybody whenever I'm asked about something. I don't know shit. My mom will be telling <laughs> me that since I was young. Yeah, I'm an you idiot. You don't know anything. So I go and figure out what I can and I make my decisions based off that. I personally haven't put the time into learning anything about Dogecoin because. I'm not a big fan of following hype personally. That's just me. I do you can, not do you I not follow it because it's hype, or do you not follow it be after it's, a, it's hype and you do your research? It's a it's it's the hype and the research thing. It's an intuition thing for me. Like my intuition hasn't said, "All right, you need to go figure this out." Versus, uh, one of my friends will send me a stock that has to do with maybe marijuana or yeah. electronic vehicles and I know the presidency we're in and what's about to happen what can potentially happen and yeah. how California's pushing to have all the electronic cars, vehicles electric, yeah. by 2035 so to me that's there's a, a couple companies that's an planning intuition to thing where it's like have all, right. it all electric too yeah so I mean why not I mean, yeah it's a, it's a good so, move but yeah, I, I haven't done the research I don't <clears throat> yeah, feel the need to we're do the idiots research. on this subject as far as as far as like I'm the go but I'm not smart <laughs> Yeah, I'm not uh, cryptocurrency. I fumbled the bag when I could have been but rich off of it. I think it's it's interesting though because I was in a um, I was in a clubhouse room about a month ago, and um, mm-hmm. they were talking about Bitcoin. Yeah, so, yeah. So and I proposed the question: um, Does Bitcoin have the possibility of becoming the closest thing to a universal currency that we have, or a global currency? And they were saying it. it there realistically it couldn't be like the currency no but it's, it's not enough. but it's possibly the closest thing to being it'll it it could become the closest thing to being accepted by the majority of civilized i mean the majority of um stabilized or whatever yeah. just think countries think of it this way there's 21 million bitcoin right mm-hmm. S- let's just theoretically say they were all in rotation and that it would serve as something oh i own a bitcoin that holds mm-hmm this amount in value it's just like a retirement fund if you were to have it you know obviously if you weren't a collector or something like that but yeah. it could turn into something like that to where oh i, I own one bitcoin I've been, I've been putting money towards this since i was 20 years old because yeah. by that time it, you know fifty three thousand. i don't know how much of the numbers will go up and down but in the future that's so, the type you, of currency you, you you're almost speaking of it like a um Either like a collector's album or almost like a retirement account, damn near. I yeah, mean, I mean, you could collect, you know, you're collecting it when you have it. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And there's already people that are billionaires from it that own a large amount of it already. 
Um, like, like Elon like the, Musk. <laughs> but the people, uh, who are those twins that... Um, the Vogelbaum twins or whatever? The, I'm saying their names. The, that they totally sued wrong. For, they yeah. su- sued Zuckerberg yeah, for but Facebook. Like, yeah, it's like the They're Vogelbaum billionaires twins. on just off of Bitcoin because they got in early on yeah. it. And, uh, you know, like with... With the like we said in the last episode, the American dollar is going to be decreasing. I mean, gold itself. I just saw a tweet. What did it say? I think the American dollar was down like thirty something percent. Yeah. Look, Elon Musk. Elon Musk, and this is a this is an actual fact. These are actual statements. I did my research on it. He said this, not me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ahead, Elon bro. Musk is planning to go. There's apparently there's like some asteroids or rocks in space that mm-hmm. have billions of dollars in gold on it, mm-hmm. and. And he's planning to go into space and mine those that gold. Elon Musk is free game. Stark. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we should call this episode Elon Musk. He's Tony Stark. Or Elon or something. Yeah, so we brought we brought this up, and I don't. I, it's like we keep skirting over the damn point that brought us to this. Tesla has bought one point five billion dollars worth of Bitcoin. I believe that is the number. Yes. And Apple has also purchased $2.3 billion worth of Bitcoin. And they're accepting payments of Bitcoin. Tesla's just started accepting payments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an article that actually got posted, too, that somebody bought uh, uh, a Tesla model, I think it was like a Model S or something, back in yeah. 2013 mm-hmm. for, at the time, 91, Bit- 91 Bitcoin. And that wow. was worth like 130 yeah. Gs or some shit like that at the time. Yeah. Yeah, because now 91 Bitcoin That's is... That's like 4 mil. Or it's way more than four mil. It's like way more it's millions. Like, I looked it up. Just no, I, I, no, it's not. It's not billions. I said millions. Oh, millions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's um. I think it was like four point one million. So yeah. That's so weird. What is the current price of forty three? Forty four. Forty four. So forty four times forty four thousand. Yeah. Times ninety one or whatever. Ninety one. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah. That's a fuck ton for of a car. Yeah. That's a fuck ton. <laughs> yeah. Of money. So. I just, you know, obviously that's something in the the news week is Bitcoin and obviously over, you know, a lot of, a lot of what I think it is too, is because of COVID and people being on lockdown. A lot of people got into uh, cryptocurrencies and in the stock market because they're trying to find ways to make money Yeah, because we're all at home. You know what I'm saying? That's why you could see these things like with GameStop happening and you know what I'm saying? So. That was another one I didn't fuck and with. Crashed and burned. That was another Pump one. And I, dump. Dog, I saw. Because <laughs> I'm not a genius. I'm a. Hey, I'm no. Uh, what's my boy's name? I'm no Jordan Bell. Belfort. Belfort. Yeah. I'm no Jordan Belfort. I, I'm not. You know, none of that shit. I have a. My mom took me to a stock class, a stock trading yeah. class for my 16th birthday. So I have like the bare minimums to stay alive. I'm a long term investor personally. Yeah. I'm a drop it, forget about the shit, check on it, move it if I got to. But seeing that shit happening, I was like, this is going to go Man. south so fast. I saw one dude one dude that put like 125 Gs up oh on GameStop. God. The man was up 5 mil. And just left it. He said, we're holding, we're holding. Fumbled the bag. I shit dumped. Yeah, he had like 325 left. How it are we looking? Really we're doing new angles on this uh, it was really episode. Sick. I look good at any angle. But yeah, bro, it was... Uh, Doug, what, it was, no, what it is was, up today, bro? It was, I'm feeling myself. You must have gotten an argument or so. You're just no, trying to... I don't to, get an argument. No? No, I don't get an argument. God damn. I'm just like, I'm just argue. envying the confidence today. This is daily, though. Yeah. This is like all the time. I just got to pop out a little more. You know, people tell me I was a lot reserved in the yeah, last Yeah, the lack of sun is killing me. I think it's killing my... That shit's been vibe. fucking with my entire mood. Yeah. I already been dealing with personal shit. Then it's like shitty weather on top of yeah. it. Yeah, and the sun so gotta, going down at five. I, mean, I got to pop my shit a little bit more yeah. to feel better 
But yeah, bro. Um, I don't know how the fuck we just got there. That was a big segment. I gotta say that. Yeah. I mean, um, oh, the market and dog. Yeah, it's nuts out here. But um, this is actually a perfect transition because this goes into our censorship thing. But um, gotcha. I want to go from the stock into the censorship. But how do you feel fuck. about Robin Hood and those different platforms putting the pause on everybody's day trading when they well here. This is this is how I think about it. Yeah. The stock market has taken advantage of people. I mean, the people on um, Wall Street mm-hmm. have taken advantage of people for right. years. They've taken advantage of the stock market for years. Decades. Decades. Almost a century. And with Robinhood, they're trying to stop that from happening with just every normal, everyday people right. that you know are learning how to work the system in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um and it's coming off wrong because it's like anything done towards the normal people to stop people abusing the system. It's like, well, they did it for this time, and then they're pointing at us, vice versa on everything. So for me, it's like it's wrong, but it's cool to see you because <laughs> it's a pump and dump, bro. Like yeah. it's it's a pump and dump, and but they, some people they try to stop it on people, Wall Street. Some people don't they, know pump and dump. Let me not get misquoted. They don't try to. St- there's many people that you know take advantage of the system For on sure. Wall Street, but they generally want to stop. You know, there are forces that be out there that their the purpose S-E-C. is to stop that. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, for me, it's just. I call it like it is. It's enjoyable to see people coming up. I, I like it. seeing that. I love you know it. what I'm saying? Power to but the it is a people. pump and dump. That's all it is. And that's all I'll say on that. To, to me, I think it's the... Um, I think it is weird, though. It's the it's the powers that be trying to trying to re-level the, the playing field again in their favor. Because you get something like this that is unprecedented. It's, we're, it's living... Yeah. It's We're in the middle of history right now. Like <clears throat> The entire shit that's been happening mm-hmm. in the last month, month and a half... We don't, we're not paying attention to it because we're in the middle of it. But this is shit they're going to talk about in textbooks. They're going to have it in classrooms or whatever. And it's just it's just crazy to see that in a moment where the people... Because you... I would say you bet on the people, you bet on the future. That, that's the way you always win. The people found a loophole in a system that wasn't created for them to find loopholes. Yeah. They took advantage of it. And then the market or the, the powers that be said, okay, we got to fix this as quick as possible. So they just start calling... Whoever they need to call and stopping trades and shit. It was very. I don't agree with the stop of the trades. I mean, the hedge funds lost billions. Yeah, I don't you know agree with the stop of the trades, but yeah, I, know I, why they I don't agree in the manner that they did. They just cut it off like that was weak. they could have given some weak. type of and I'm heads up. Of thank things. God I wasn't like I don't have a fuck ton of money in there or anything. But I was like, all right, cool, wheat. I'm <laughs> I'm selling this little. Yeah. Hundred twenty dollars and getting the fuck out of Robin Hood. I just didn't want to take that. Like for for me right now, I don't want to take the journey because it's just there's so much like it's really volatile right you now. You don't know what's happening, and <laughs> <It's fun. laughs> I just don't want to join in on something that's like. But then it's like, but that's, sh- but that's why you I know there's do your research. Yeah, that's why. That's why I don't like, have it in me. I ain't got the energy why, to do it. I right feel now. you. Yeah. No, I feel you completely. I, my some of my guys are like that too. But that's why you don't follow the hype. Yeah, like the hype is cool for a couple people because. I don't know. Some people can live with that risk. I mean, and, could you imagine jumping in on that hype and you make a bag? But but because you're caught up in that hype, yeah. you don't leave. You're just yeah. riding this shit up. High and then risk. You, high risk. High risk. High reward. Higher, higher risk. Yeah. High reward. Like, yeah. hey, you risking a lot, bro. But I don't know. It's, it's definitely different. Yeah. Um, I think that plays into what you wanted to talk about with just 
companies taking oh yeah the the kind of cliffhanger we left on the last episode with censorship and streaming services not having to take any accountability because of what was signed in 96 which is section 230 230. it's basically not taking responsibility or like accountability for actions online like you can't sue facebook for somebody posting a video of them throwing dogs in a lake you know, baby dogs in a lake, like some fucked up shit. That's like Not my dog, online, man. but I've seen, you know, you could, you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? My... Obviously they have to work to take this stuff down and yeah. there are repercussions on things, but you can't like solely sue Facebook because you saw some that. shit you didn't like. So, yeah. So for, for me, uh, I, what we were touching on the last episode and I don't want to get into a huge debate in the beginning of the episode, just because I'm waiting for this rock star to kick in. So getting my juices flowing. Um, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely want to uh, talk about. It's just funny that I saw artists coming at like uh, when when Trump was censored, mm-hmm. when he was taken off of Twitter and mm-hmm. basically every social network there is. Right wingers too, right wingers who weren't always posting these conspiracy theories or false information, who were just supporting the cause of questioning things like the election, questioning leftist agendas. There are right and left agendas, for sure. But it seems to be online that there are more right-wing ideologies being censored than left-wing ideologies. And it seems like a lot of these organizations are run predominantly by leftists and funded by right-wingers. So it's a war going on between them right now. A lot of people who are investing, like Twitter stock went down by, I think it was 11% or something. Can you check the, the stock that Twitter went down after the censorship shit? Because... I don't know why I'm thinking nine. Yeah, they, <laughs> they lost a lot of money after the whole Trump shit and people getting uh, censored. And uh, now they're now Twitter is looking for ways to have a subscription model by next year and just to make up for lost funds. You know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, just for me, it's like, I understand the thin line of posting um, misinformation for sure. But I feel like the energy isn't reciprocated when it's an agenda that support, like say the right wing supported the tech companies, right? The, the way that the left wing, certain entities of left wing does. Like, you know, say people were saying, hang Joe Biden, kill Joe Biden, and they have no repercussions online. You say anything remotely wrong no, about left wingers. The, well, the, and then the thing is, too, you got to realize that People talk crazy on the internet all fucking day. Yeah. You know, mind you, it's... it's and there's many, so much... How many fucking people on this planet? To keep up with. It's 7 billion people on this planet. We have a... a I wanna, I'm going to be speaking out my ass because I don't know anything. But I would say we can comfortably say at least a third of the, the world's population is on the internet. I would say that. I, Com- I Actually, I don't could, think we so. We can comfortably say that. I don't... I don't... I think it's weird. I think... Because I, I think I heard something about that. I don't think a third of the world uses the internet. Really? I think that it's like, it's a lot of people, like a billion or something like yeah. that. 59%. 59% of the world? The internet or social media? Uh, yeah, let's say social media. Okay. okay, let me rephrase that. Because in China and places where you can't use social media. Social media specifically. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. just say the internet. Okay, yes. But social networks, like you go to China... You can't even go on certain stuff. A lot of it's censored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, For social media, it's 
Wow. Of the world? Of the entire world. Yeah, so let me let me let me go back to my point. We could comfortably you, we say we gotta add in troll accounts <laughs> and you know people with multiple still accounts used. too. It's still used. Yeah, no, but no, so, that's so but I, odd. That's I thought crazy. it was lower. That's crazy. I thought it was lower. I thought it was too. I didn't want to just assume half of the yeah. world was on the fucking internet, but that's dope. Yeah, um, it's dope because people have that access to technology. But that's it's also so it's also odd. it's also this too. Like what I'm saying is there are a lot of smaller accounts, so you're not gonna always be able to fish out. The minor bullshit mm-hmm. and, and pick apart at it all the time. The same way, the same way presidents get their death threats or whatever, and they know what tangible threats to pursue or go after. The well, what about this, the ratio of that? But, the, but this is what I'm saying. The ratio doesn't come with the amount of people. It comes with the amount of engagement a certain profile has. So okay. you have, you remember the comedian? I don't remember her name, but she was. I think she's a comedian, right? When Trump first got elected, she with did the, the piece with the, the head, head off, off yeah. and stuff. Kathy yeah. Griffin. In that moment, they censored her. If I'm correct, right? Banned her from Twitter. She had to remove the. I don't know. We could double correctly. check that. Let's do that. But I know that I she remember, was facing backlash. Yeah, I remember she faced backlash because of that. Because yeah. this is this is somebody. This is pre presidency. This is, this is like just in office. Yeah, yeah, yes, around that time. But this is also somebody who has somewhat some notoriety, some fame behind them. Yeah, you can have ten thousand people with. 200 followers do the exact same shit and they're not going to be flagged for it unless they're reported <clears throat> by the rest of their community. I when definitely somebody, understand that. Yeah, for sure. When you have when you have somebody who's in that role of president, Trump or not. Yeah. Trump or not. When you have somebody that's in that role of president and you say things that can be connected to the events that happened after that or that people can find the pieces to put that shit together, there's almost a unspoken on paper there's on almost paper, an unspoken responsibility to do that. Okay, understood. On paper, when you bring up specific cases of things, I totally get that. But when we're looking at the large majority, it's I just don't think that uh, is reciprocated in that example. Like I just don't feel like I feel like in maybe the last four years, it's left the left has been uh, extraordinarily this man more. Has directions. Huh? <laughs> this well, man in his direction. Yeah, left no, and I right. Mean, you know, that's know. that's all you. we're talking about now. <laughs> um, I just feel like a lot of people have been, you know, less. Uh, they haven't violated, mm-hmm. you know, and I just I don't I don't see how that's possible because when I go on places like Twitter, all I see is. But these aren't people of that propaganda. These aren't people of that stature. That 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 power and that influence also. What do you mean? But everyone should be held accountable in that. You can be held accountable, but to what degree? But, yeah, and what degree was? At what degree, what degree are become, these people who with these what right? De- so what it comes down to is like what was Trump posting that was at, on on social media? At one, at that one was point, wrong. At what? At what point does it become? At what point does it become freedom of speech and something entirely different? Yeah. Yeah. I totally That's get it. That's a rhetorical question because I don't this know how brings to me answer. this br- this brings me to the first um, impeachment trial of Trump. Okay, I thought you were gonna say first. <clears throat> when when he when he was when he was voted into office, yeah, there was uh, the whole the whole basis of it is that his campaign was had Russian collusion. Mm-hmm. That's what he was in court. His his campaign was in court for. That's why he was impeached was due to the case of Russian collusion, right? Now, in that 1800, 
I looked up these statistics earlier just so I wouldn't get lit up by, uh, you know, anyone, you know, searching up facts. 1,800 articles came out from large publications Mm -hmm. during that time of the impeachment trials, basically pointing that Trump colluded with Russia, making the statements of him colluding with Russia. Pushing that narrative of him colluding with Russia, right? Boy, they about to fuck you up. <laughs> hey, I'm all for it. So fuck you up in these comments. Yeah. So he goes on trial, not guilty. Mm-hmm. You could say whatever you want about the lead Senate or whatever you want, but let me bring up the names so I can not be misspoken or anything like that. He, but, was, he was impeached but not removed. Yeah, he was impeached, but not removed. You know, uh, people will say 30-plus members of the campaign were uh, charged with something. Mm-hmm. When, in reality, 27 of those people, or twenty, roughly 25, were people who are Russian citizens that were running Russian troll farms. Those are the only people that were charged. And the only people that were on his campaign that were charged, I think it was like five people, and I have the names here, were people who were guilty of everything but Russian collusion. Let me let me let me read off the actual charges that were given out to the people who were charged in his impeachment trial. They about to fuck you up. Paul Manafort, <laughs> tax uh, fraud. Uh-huh. Um George Papadopoulos or whatever his name is. That's his real name? He lied. Yeah, he lied in a separate trial about on, you know, in oath. So perjury. Yeah. Got it. With nothing, no Russian collusion. Michael Cohen lied 15 times on uh, oath about tax fraud and wire fraud. That's what he was charged with. An Obama White House counsel was charged in that same uh, you put, trial. You put a little too emphasis, too much emphasis on well, Obama. Well, it's just funny because like people will say, <laughs> yeah, they'll bring up the number of how many people were charged, but... Who what who was charged and what were they charged for? Mm-hmm. Obama White House counsel, unregistered foreign lobbying. That's what he was charged with. Um, and Adam Schiff said, who was leading that whole what trial. Art- what article is this? This is an article. This is uh, this isn't one specific article. Okay, I looked you, down you, a gotcha. lot of different sources just to confirm. Uh, Adam Schiff, quote out of his mouth, who was um, against the you know Trump campaign in that trial, who was gathering the information. Essentially, trying to gather uh, the proof of everything. Mm-hmm. There is no material evidence. <clears throat> Three Trump campaigns uh, campaign members were illegally sur- had, were had illegal surveillance on everything. So Obama himself illegally surveilled the Trump campaign before he was even in office during the campaign, which did has they, never been done they, before. Did they prove who was behind the surveillance? Yeah. Or did they just say yeah, he was Obama, Obama and the Obama administration. Oh, I'm gonna need to, I'm gonna need yeah. some proof for that one. So I mean, and there's there's tapes because the FBI too also. It's the FBI and Obama. They were the ones doing that. And that's why there was people from the FBI that were charged for doing that, for illegally uh spying on Trump's campaign before he was in office. That's never been done before, by the way. So I can't wait to see this. For me it's like for for me it's like I rounded back to the censorship shit. Mm-hmm. I, during this trial, where he was essentially not guilty, when there was no evidence, none, not one piece of evidence was shown against him colluding with Russia 
to win the presidency in 2016. 1800 1800 articles were posted by more left-leaning um, outlets like MSNBC, you know, Los Angeles Times, uh, saying that he basically was. And nothing was censored, nothing was taken down, nobody had to, uh, nobody had to take up for anything. So that's what I'm saying is if it was done at that extent mm-hmm. on the right side, I just don't think that same energy and is showing in what's going down in recent day because there's, you know, big stuff happening right now. Obviously people, uh, there's people wrong on the right. I'm not even going to say right and left. There's people who have done wrong. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But when you talk about, uh, what he has specifically done himself, he's facing being censored and these streaming services have no repercussions and there's literally no evidence that has been in the last four years, five years, that has been brought in charge with. There's none. And they face no repercussions. That's just weird. So that's my point of everything. You know, we could bring up individual cases, of course. But I think on a grand scale, I just I just don't see it. I just don't see it. They gonna so. fuck you up in the comments. <laughs> That's why you're letting me talk. <laughs> I'm like, hey, get it off. I'm letting you talk because one, I don't have enough knowledge or and, and and I, I'm not saying it. this stuff to challenge you. I'm oh, saying, I know, I know, I know, yeah, I know. I'm saying this stuff purely for my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, know, I'm not trying to challenge everything they you're saying. Fuck you up. Hey, in the that's what. <laughs> hey, that's what I signed up for. This shit is gonna be interesting. Where we? That's what I signed up for. So I mean, all right. So since we on the app thing, and I need to bring this up because I need to I need to um to to read it properly. Um, Mark Cuban is making his his new app. Okay, what is that about? So um, this is from The Verge. I'm gonna try and read as much of this. So the headline is: Mark Cuban is co-founding a podcast app where hosts can talk to fans live and monetize their conversations. So he's oh, that's basically nice. uh. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? He's basically crip walking over clubhouse. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> fuck y'all. We getting money over here. Um, yeah, dog. Let's see. Alongside co-founder, uh, Phelan Fatimi. I hope I say that right. Cuban's planning to launch Fireside, a next-gen podcast platform that facilitates live conversation. That's nice. Uh, the app idea is similar to clubhouse, except the ability to natively record conversations. Um, uh, Fatimi co-founded and sold the AI customer relations service node. And they've promised that the platform is where creators will be able to broadcast, record and monetize conversations. So, um, this article is from theverge.com If y'all want to go and, and read more about it, but how do you, how do you feel about that? Just, I mean, I think it's cool. I think it's a platform. part of the competitive market. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Mark Cuban, if you go to the beginning of his career, he's always been a trailblazer in, Definitely. uh, tech. If you I don't mean, know who Mark he, Cuban is, yeah. he's the owner of the Dallas Mavericks and has yeah. done some dope shit. And I think he's only going to gravitate. He, he, what I've learned about Mark Cuban from studying him, he only gravitates towards shit he believes in. For sure. And he's only attaches himself that he, so, something he thinks could be productive for society. Mm-hmm. And I think that with I think Clubhouse is a great idea. I think it's cool. You know, obviously there's people's criticisms of it of how specific you know groups. They of notifications use it. fucking suck. <laughs> Jesus but they're in the Christ. early stages Man, of everything. Hey, throw a filter on that bitch. 
they're still early on everything now. So, you know, <laughs> today I think Elon actually announced that he's having Kanye West come on the clubhouse and they're going to do that one shit's together. That going to not work for 50 minutes. After 50, <laughs> the first 50 minutes, that bitch is going to yeah. break. So you could see that it's picking up some fire and I'm sure there's going to be other companies that do just the same. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a competitive market. That's capitalism. Definitely. At its best. So, <laughs> so you know, uh, I think it's dope. I think it's cool. I trust Mark Cuban. I trust his judgment. I think he's gonna do something dope with it, and uh, that's my thoughts on it. I have, I before you told me, I had no idea he was doing that. Yeah, I, so. I think it was it's like the article came out like two days ago. So mm, okay, it was yeah. interesting to me too, just to see it. Like okay, cool. We 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 here here. Yeah, the tech wars are never ending. Never. Never ending. Um, what are your thoughts on it though? I think it's dope. I think it, um, you know, I'm a big Joe Budden fan. I follow him. So it plays into his talks yeah. of um, of creators um, being able to just monetize their intellectual property, having more speaking space, of, on equity. Speaking of, he, he just went with Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's the, um, what the fuck is the title? He's like, uh, let me look it up. I don't want yeah. But yeah, Budden, Budden partnering with, with, with Patreon is, is fire, dog. I'm a, you know. So what does that Nobody mean? Do no wrong to me. What does that What does that mean with his with the podcast now? Does so, that mean you have to um, pay just to see the regular episodes, or are you paying no, for so that what, and what, extra what, content? What they're doing is, and um, let me get this right first before we. So he's been hired as Patreon's head of creator equity. So he's um being paid a uh, advisory role in which he'll help the platform create programs and policies that benefit creators this yeah. is from um complex um uh his role now is with the, with the podcast in itself is they're still rolling out their regular episodes they're doing bonus episodes and bonus behind the scenes content, content. on patreon so they got like the five the ten and twenty five dollar tiers and extra i episodes believe they shoot and shit. i believe that they that patreon is allowing them to keep the money that's given to them from fans directly yeah, yeah, yeah. so if like so you there's give no split a, a dollar yeah. to his podcast they get that dollar. yeah that was the big that was the biggest part about their deal with the um podcast and patreon was the fact that there's no um Cuts. I don't want to say commission, but there's you cuts. know yeah, yeah. There's, there's no cuts from it, so they get everything in. I think the closest model to that now is maybe Bandcamp, just in the sense there's like Whew, I haven't heard of Bandcamp you can, in forever. You can, you, I Bandcamp is still out here getting motherfuckers paid. Really? Yeah, for real. You still drop money on um, I mean, you still drop products on Bandcamp, projects on Bandcamp. Yeah, can still I guess buy you can them. see like merch. You can still shit, name yeah. your price with them. I mean, it's been Parks. He's the engineer for the Joe Budden show. He does yeah. his projects with different rappers. He said that they. One of the projects he dropped um, with a rapper last year, they made more money from the Bandcamp sales than they did with all of the streaming combined. So it's like, yeah, Bandcamp is still out here. It's still for <coughs> creators, but um, the, the percentage cut is a very big thing. I don't think that happens with everybody moving forward, but I think um, with Joe being there, it'll be some changes. I mean, he already has company a platform policy. of millions of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That was what, the other thing too. Is he created the leverage to be able to do that? So what do you think, like with streaming services, like? Um, there's there's a lot of talk always with streaming services because there's the argument that okay, peop, artists I won't say just artists, but let's be real, like a lot of it's music related. Yeah. Um, they're putting their music on these. They're essentially bringing viewers to the the platform itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and their argument is that they they want to be paid more, more per view or you know on everything, but. Then there's a counter argument of it's their technology. 
they built the technology and the brand that you know there's more than just them making it available and then you get in, and this is where I get in my like my Joe bag but because he's he's been talking about this for like the last 2 3 years even yeah. longer it's like it just goes down to what's the value of a stream like we really yeah, we what really is don't fucking know so until we have like a universal agreement of one stream equals this thing because of why i think people are always going to be fighting for that bigger payment that 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 bigger monetary value behind the shit that you create. Because honestly, I mean... Do you feel that it's hard to pinpoint that and set a price on yeah, that? Yeah, because how because can you... Because of how can you really, how fabricated can you, numbers? Yeah, how can, you, how can you generally judge or put a value behind art? I mean, they have, they have of, farms that are people of, pay just yeah. to get streams. So, so, yeah, so it, go, so it goes down to how do, you, how do you truly evaluate art outside of word of mouth or popularity? Outside of just traction, you yeah. Know what I'm because we've seen, we've seen some of the great. There's a book I was reading called uh, Hitmakers, and they talk about how certain Renaissance artists only became famous because of the patrons that were behind them. Okay. And really, it's uh, we've seen some of the greatest artwork. We know some dope artists, people of all talents that get overlooked because they either don't have enough ears. Or eyes on them, or the right ears or eyes on them, versus somebody else who does better because of maybe the relationship they have or the moment that they had and they capitalize on it. So, how do we truly evaluate what goes or the monetary value behind the art that's created? I think that's another thing that's, I think that's the the leverage that companies have over creatives, which is uh, how do we really and a lot of these companies really, really pay don't you. they don't in their deals they have it to where they're not sharing the analytics mm-hmm. with the the entity. So and it's that's hard. One of the biggest issues. Yeah, it's like basically like, uh, did I pass the test? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Did I pass? And then the person right there who doesn't really want you to pass because it takes away from their cut is like, uh, and that's the fucking that's know. the fucking issue for real because it's like even when even when you go into like Joe and them would say with the Spotify shit, it was like cool. We weren't getting paid. What we needed to when we hit the incentives that we reached, we I, weren't getting paid I our bonuses know what and things about that. Was. Like what the, I want to know the actual numbers that they were discussing, mm. because like for me, I know that that show was huge. I mean, I followed them. Number from, one podcast in the fucking world. I'm talking shit. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, but but it was also the, it was it was it was the number one. I know they the pull million podcast on that at least platform. a million a week. It was you know what I'm saying? Podcast on that platform yeah. also. So you know that you well, know on that what platform. On Spotify, because they had the oh yeah, that's pre Joe Rogan. Deal. Yeah, they had the exclusive yeah. deal. Right now they're implementing. See the thing though is right now they're implementing during that deal. They during their year or whatever that they already signed to Spotify. Was it one year or two years? One year, like two. It was two. Yeah. Okay. So during that time, they bought companies like whole companies mm-hmm. for like you know large amount of money. But the issue with that and, was the issue with they that were was, implementing the podcast game even more, and then the they issue, worked out the Rogan deal. And that kind of pushed them to the side. The issue with that was, and this is just from listening to the, the Joe podcast, the issue with that is that you were buying all these companies instead of taking care of the company that was, or taking care of the brand that was essentially bringing you all these new listeners, facilitating all this. And that's not to say Spotify is relying on just the Joe Budden podcast, but the Joe Budden podcast arguably brought its greatest 
growth of new listeners and new yeah, subscriptions. I mean, I think they were one of the biggest one, the definitely, biggest definitely, one, definitely one of the biggest. From when they, because they got their deal the before a lot of other yeah, yeah, yeah. people, those the, deals were made. The point I was trying to, what the fuck was the point I was trying to bring up with them? And um, oh yeah, so what Joe was saying was, outside of them not being paid properly for whatever incentives and agreements that they had, they took the analytics from because that's what he was pushing for. Give us the num- give us the data. Yeah, I G- think at that least should give be us some data. You should get and the real the analytics. That's the thing that I think we as creatives need to pay a lot more attention to because we have access to so much data with just our own shit, even on a weekly basis, monthly basis with Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Apple Music, that's Spotify, the money maker. artists, all that shit. The pay money it, maker is the attention. data. Listen, listen to me, artists. I don't know shit, but I know numbers make shit move, bro. Pay attention to the information. Numbers and data does, yeah. And and let leverage that, bro. You have to leverage that. My thing was always, and I tell the homies this too, you might not be getting the most plays and the most streams um, on Spotify versus whatever artist you might look up to or somebody else who might be started this shit later than you, or later than you did and it's farther than you. Cool, whatever. Everybody has their own separate path. What you have to do is take the information you have and use it to your advantage. Cool, you might be getting 5,000 streams, but look at where it's happening. If you're still focusing on a city or a market where those streams aren't coming from or those listens aren't coming from or even those album purchases, why are you still wasting your time or your ad dollars pushing to that? Go go find the people who fuck with you and then go to those markets or cater to those markets. But that's just something that we got to we gotta get right, man. The business is forever changing, so it's hard even to stay outside on top of, of it when you're creating. Yeah, I mean, with, with any business, any brand, anything that you're creating, entrepreneurs, marketing specialists, I mean, whatever you're doing, the data is the thing that you got to rely on because those numbers don't lie. You know, they're, they're right there. You know, and I think, I think I don't even have one thing that opposes that to where I would even want to speak. I think you put it perfectly. Um, this is so a, this is a I think that'll take us to this next ad that's coming up. Enjoy it. We got ads. Boom. You're deathly afraid of what now? I'm deathly afraid of flying and in 2019 between 2019 and 2020 i've probably flown over 30 30 35 times but why i think um growing up i i'll tell you what really fucked me up what really fucked me up is final destination when i was younger the first movie <laughs> that's where it started though a scary movie this is why i don't watch scary movies that's like, no but no but where it first started when i was younger i was a younger kid i was watching final destination and there was a scene where i think it was the airplane just exploded in the air or crash or something that fucked me up because i hadn't been on one yet and i was like fuck dude like, i will say this because i wanted to be a pilot when i was a kid oh but i um i saw i was in class i wanted to be an astronaut i was in class and then i saw the um what was it i think it was the challenger if I remember, it was either the Challenger or the Discovery, but we were watching it, and then we, the the fucking shuttle exploded. I was like, "Yep, not doing that." Yeah. Then no. I wanted to be in the Air Force, and then it was nine eleven. I was like, "Not doing that." <laughs> so it's like, I I get it, but I wouldn't. I don't know. I just don't. Well, also, I have a comfort with flying. Like, yeah, that's one of the I only never places traveled I can sleep. much when I was younger. Like, okay. I didn't have those young experiences mm-hmm. with planes. I think the first time I flew was like maybe ten or eleven. Yeah, yeah, I hadn't flown at that point. So for me. I think also in modern day, I I'm definitely afraid leading up to it, and mm-hmm. then I like get on the plane and we take off, and I'm like, all right, I settle in, and I'm you know, and then I'm fine. Can't do shit now. But guess what? <laughs> guess what? As as soon as I'm in my seat, I'm in my seat. Like I don't get up. I'm not I don't walking either. around. I don't get up because I don't like 
making room between people. Yeah. And I usually have a window seat, so it's like, I, fuck it, I'm here. I just, I, I have a problem with not being in control of my, like, when you're when you're in a plane. Nothing. Nothing. If you have no control. Nothing. You, and, and if one bad thing goes wrong, a, a, a little. All you can control is what yeah. song you're listening to. Yeah, a little screw comes loose on the plane. Dunzo. You know, a fun fact, too. Planes. Why are all the fun facts never fun? <laughs> yeah, this one isn't fun. I shouldn't have said fun fact. Planes. You know, fucked up fact. Yeah, planes. Most of the deaths caused by airplane crashes aren't from the actual initial crash. It's from the explosion in the crash. Like So in the bottom of the plane, there's fuel. Mm-hmm. And as soon as that makes contact it the plane explodes and that's why a lot of people die and there's actually gasoline that is used in more expensive planes um that doesn't explode upon contact and they don't use it because it's too expensive i just like so that's the fun a, like eight terrible fun fact of the day yeah <laughs> it's like so. yeah we don't use it because it doesn't blow up but then still people crush to death that's nuts oh jacob's first Let's get uh, it. fact You see why I fly? A lot of people fly every day, though. The odds of dying in a car crash? Way worse. One in 103. Yeah. Especially in Wisconsin. (laughs) Yeah. Especially in Wisconsin. Yeah, but you want to know the differences? I have somewhat control of my car. Yeah, I ain't. I'm very very conscious of my... you, in you can Tesla. ask anyone around me. When I'm driving, uh, they call so me the grandpa driver. Now, granted, other people, I don't control other people. One in 11 million. But for me, my skill is driving. I'm the most you you the one. The odds driver. of dying in a car crash yeah, are trip, one in 103. Yes. Yeah. And you do that every day. Not the move. And not the move. And it's always the people that don't drive a lot either. I'm Dom Toretto in the car. I'm fucking Vin D. I'm. Fast and furious. <laughs> I need to get to where the fuck we going immediately. Yeah, no, I'm fuck like if you don't if you don't drive well, I'm like even with good drivers, if I have to sit in the passenger side, I'm already like kind of gripping my seat like nonchalantly. But I'm more aware as a passenger because I've I know people don't crashes. drive. Me too. People don't drive as patiently as I do. Like I'm a yeah. very impatient driver, mm-hmm. but I'm also a lot more aware when I'm on the road. Like a lot yeah. of people, a lot of people I know are quick to have a fuse behind the wheel. I don't get mad I when you, I drive. This is one if of you the do worst some dumb shit behind the, if you do some dumb shit behind the wheel, I just let you do dumb shit. I'm like, cool. You merge the lane. I'm here. We're good. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, what the fuck does me yelling that you do but get me hot and then I fuck up again. And then you got people <clears> that just get so distracted. So I'm like road rage like, too. I'm like, I just like, hey slow down right here. Watch them, watch them, watch them, watch them. Yeah. So being a passenger is okay for me, but it's also like I get the control thing for sure. Yeah, I'm not like a, some like weird control freak, but yeah. it's just the sense of like, okay, one bad mistake, and I have no options. There's yeah. no plan A. There's no plan B. There's no nothing. There's not a parachute I have on to jump out this plane. No ejecto seat. Nothing. nothing. So that's why I have. It doesn't go away either. Like my my flight anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like it just doesn't go away. So do you ever right now, travel? It's just, do you travel under the influence at all? Yeah, I take a Xanax every time I get on a plane. Oh, you Drake. There's a there's a lot of good videos. <laughs> there's a lot of good videos out there out of me. Out that night. <laughs> I'll tell you this. Some of you could do your research and go on the internet. There are some videos out there of me off of Xan in nobody looking for Anna. various airports. Off of Zan. You'd be surprised. And off the Xan. I have a lot of go- a lot of people 
Ghost Follow Me. That's so, weird. It is weird, but I can understand why. Yeah. Anyways, let's get off of me. Uh, let's talk about something less boring. Uh, hey, yeah. And this is disrespectful. I don't know why I decided to pop a Jolly Rancher as soon as we get into this segment. <laughs> yeah, definitely disrespectful. <laughs> but I'm going to say this as clear as possible. <laughs> I'm trying to find the article because I had it earlier. All right. <clears throat> so I, I'm, I'm on the interwebs, the book chats, the tweet faces and shit like that. And I see this article while I'm on, on, on Facebook. And yeah, it's from The Guardian. And the headline said, meet Carl Hart, parent, Columbia professor, and heroin user. And that shit got my attention immediately. Because my man looks clean, composed, and of right mind. So I said, I need to check this shit out. <laughs> I Let's hear about up. him, because this is interesting. So here's, he's a um, professor at Columbia University. Okay. His name's Carl Hart. Uh, 54-year-old man, and he has been using heroin for five years. Five years? Like a regular how heroin user been, for five uh, years. Like, how long has he been a professor? Um, let me see. I'm not completely sure. God damn it, you didn't have this information? No, I didn't. I'm not completely sure. Son I was just, it was, because bitch. it was so, because I wanted to I'm just, just talk. I didn't care how long he was a professor. I'm kidding. All right, all right, I, all right. I gave a fuck about... The man wrote a book called Drugs for Grown-Up Use. Interesting. Yeah. And he's just talking about how, you know, by popular consensus, everybody believes heroin is one of the worst drugs. We've seen what it can do to people. Definitely is. But he just talks about how he's like a regular user of this shit and is an Ivy League professor and can still, and he's like. You always have those in any statistics. For sure. You always have those. So he says, and this was something that, just caught my eye really it's like the opening quote is i don't have a drug use problem never have each day i meet my parental professional and personal responsibilities i pay my taxes serve as a volunteer in my community on a regular basis and contribute to the global community as an informed and engaged citizen i am better for my drug use now this isn't about i didn't want this to be about carl hart specifically i wanted this to be about can you be a functioning drug user, or what specific like what drugs? What tier of drug? Like hard drug? I mean, heroin's a hard drug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I ain't no yeah. harder drug. Yeah, I mean, but you got you know <laughs> rock stars and everything like that. They use heroin. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But they're not the average person. You know what I'm saying? The average person. Well, let's define the average person. The average the average citizen of America. Mm-hmm. So the average person who lives in a Middle class home, let's say. Let's not even use the class that they live in. Let's, not, let's, let's just, just use the average person. A person with a job that uses heroin. Not not whether you have a job. Well, or no, no, because we're not we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna depict and describe the average heroin user. We're gonna start with the average person. So the average person is average. Uh, so let's say between what twenty four and forty. No age. No people, age. People use just it a regular person has I mean, a job. The has, average has a user job, has of heroin. heroin. The average user of heroin, it's not good for you. It's not good statistically. 
Statistically, yeah. Okay. I mean, you could look up the statistics, but I'm almost 100% positive it's terrible. Um, but it's it's not good. It's not good to use these people who like drugs, specifically like heroin, and you know, uh, what's the what's the other one? There's heroin. What's the other one you inject? Crack. Like you know what I mean? Like what's the other ones that you in, you have to use a needle for typically? Heroin. Heroin. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of drugs though. Like you, you know um, what I'm saying? PCP. Yeah, yeah. You, you know. don't you inject PCB? No, I'm just saying like hard drugs. Okay, so um, this is from PubMed.gov. Mm. This is a 10-year survival analysis of a cohort of heroin addicts in Catalonia. I don't know where Catalonia is. This is from uh, June of well, the study took place between March of 1985 and December of 1995, and they published this in June of 2000, I believe. Uh, Catalonia is in Spain. So they had 135 heroin addicts participate. Um, they were measuring the number of total and annual events, annual mortality rate, average annual mortality rate, and standardized mortality ratio, whatever that means. The findings were, during this period, 41 heroin addicts died. So 30% of the um, 135 users died. The average mortality rate was 3.4%. Uh, the most frequent causes of death fell in IDC-9, Chapter 3, which includes AIDS. ICD-9, Chapter 3, which includes AIDS. So 51% of them died from AIDS, or that was one needles, of the causes of death. Needles, dirty needles. Yeah. And then I mean, that's chapter, during the time where there was an AIDS epidemic. And then the other 30, and then 30% was from overdose. Neither the sociodemographic characteristics nor the history of heroin consumption were predictors of survival or cause of death. So, maybe I'm wrong when I say this. We can say that from this study, it shows that... I mean, and that's a fairly older be, study. Though. Yeah, it is. You could, you could survive, or you could be a functioning heroin there's, user... There's a could be... Depending on the amount... The average heroin user, well, it's yeah, not, not the mortality rate no. that I'm worried about. It's the, it's the... You're... You're you're not gonna be a normal person. You're good. It's gonna fuck your brain up. It's going to fuck your productivity up. It's going to make you lose teeth. It's going to make you malnourish yourself. It's gonna make you do things as a person that aren't your true character if you weren't on it. We we know that. But and it, to me, it's interesting seeing it's an entire person who's made a very public statement and almost. I don't want to say encouraging, but there's encouraging. Like a, there's people who want to like encourage a guideline it. of you. You two can live like this, or how to how to live with your. I don't want to say addiction because I don't think his is an addiction. I think his is more so a choice than. Need. No, he just handles it better than the average user. Okay, that's it. You know, he has a he has the stability in life. A professor, mm -hmm. he is a smart person before the heroin. Mm -hmm. He knows how to. He knows how to balance himself. The average human being, I would say, especially in America, they don't know how to do that when they're on heroin. So here's another thing he says in the um, in the article too, and I'm skimming through while we're, while we're talking about this. He says, here's the bottom line. Over my more than 25-year career, so there we go, 
Uh, I've discovered that most drug use scenarios cause little or no, or no harm and that some reasonable drug use scenarios are actually beneficial for human health and functioning. I can, I can not with heroin for me, mm-hmm. but I can, I can agree that there, are, there is drug use of certain drugs mm-hmm. that has benefited people. Mm-hmm. Like what? Well, if you, if you have any off the top of your head. I mean, you know, like people who use Adderall. Mm-hmm. So there's there's lots of people who run companies and function like you you go to these Fortune 500 companies. There's a lot of Adderall users there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who do cocaine, and I mean not cocaine that has fentanyl in it or any other mixture that isn't pure cocaine, but people who have cocaine, which is more pure than you know you know a better grade of it. Um, those those things like that. They can help, you know, like weed for some people helps. Look at Lil Wayne. He's one of the goats and he's been, how long has he been doing drugs? Not to say he hasn't made any bad decisions in his life. The only reason he's been saved is because of his social status and being able to rap. If he was a regular drug user and didn't have the talent of being a goat. You know what I mean? His, um, being able to, you mean his, uh, affordability from, yeah, mm -hmm. just want to clear Being able to get, you know, being able to have access to the health. Care to, yeah, mm-hmm. healthcare lawyers, things like that. Yeah. So for me, so for me, it's like, and, and we don't even know how many shitty things that Lil Wayne has done in his life, or the or the user who is a functioning user. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's there's just basically somebody who knows how to balance it, and they're coming out and saying, "I've made it to this point. I've done this job. You know, I've been able to teach students, and you know, uh, and." you know, volunteer my time and, you know, make a, you know, positive impact individually to society. But we're not seeing, first of all, what, what's behind the scenes of that. And then second of all, it's like, uh, there is no way that people in general, just because of the, uh, everyone's not equal as far as you can go as far as like physically equal. You can go as far as like their social standing, their abilities to make things come just, together and just go. Just day to day depression levels. Yeah, yeah, like the there's way more addiction to it than somebody who's functioning. And so, I, I can almost guarantee if like if you were to do a study and it was like everyone had to take this test. And, and do it, I can guarantee hard drugs like heroin specifically, fentanyls, like these high hardcore drugs, those would not be the ones you would want to function on I wanna, over others. I want to do a small pivot because one of the things that and a lot of my smoking buddies bring up is uh, alcohol. And this is something that he brought up in the, in the uh, article as well. And I'm jumping around this article, y'all, so please don't take <laughs> anything for what it is. I'm just pivoting and grabbing things I see. Um... The writer of the article, whose name I'll have to find at the end of this, I don't want to scroll up and lose my spot. Um, they say, another example heart uses is alcohol, as well as alcoholism. A great deal of illness and premature death is attributed to alcohol use and abuse, but most people who sip a glass of wine with their evening meal don't see alcohol in those terms. Me being one of those people. Yeah. In any case, even the harm that drugs do, he believes, has been wildly overstated. Um the writer noted that the widespread medical advice is that cocaine, even in small doses, can cause heart damage and sometimes cardiac arrest. Does he think this is true? Hart goes on to say, false. We get thousands of doses in our laboratories at Columbia every year. Snorted cocaine, smoke cocaine. We've never seen anything like a heart attack. 
I think that in general, medicine is conservative and errs on the side of caution. But the thing that they've not taken into consideration is that there's a cost to erring on the side of caution, and that cost is immense. I think a lot of these studies, though, like for me, like I think a lot of these studies are studying controlled substances. Like and they're studying, environments. yeah, in controlled environments. They, they're not going on with their day and getting challenges. Mm-hmm. Like they don't have to. They're not studying somebody that's doing a couple lines of coke and then going to actual work with real responsibilities well, are, or are, going on with their can day. We, can we say that they aren't, though? Well, I mean, coke's a bad example because people could do coke because I mean, coke a, doesn't take you out of your regardless. like. Yeah, but for, it, your mind, though, you're more, you know, you, you're more uppity, you're more active. What's the, you long, might what's say the long-term effects of, of using cocaine on a... Well, of course, consistent basis. I would say sinus issue, for sure, heart attack, overdose. While we're finding out, the... um, It's the grade that they're using, too. The writer is... that's uh, the biggest issue. Yeah. If everything was regulated and pure, it might be a little different. Not happening. Yeah. It might Uh, be a little different (laughs) than... Because, look, if if cocaine was 100% cocaine, right? And I've always said this openly. Not happening. If we had regulated cocaine and it was... Put out like you go to dispensary buy coke. So hold you would that be less thought. likely to die. From hold that. that thought. Hold regulated cocaine real quick. I want to okay. do this and then jump over to that stat. Uh, the writer of the article is Andrew Anthony. It was published February 6, thousand twenty one, on theguardian.com. If y'all want to read more about Carl Hart and the findings that they have, because I want to jump into this uh, real quick. Jacob, what was the stat that we looked up? Um, yeah, the long term effects of cocaine. Mm-hmm. Um, other neurological problems. Other neurological problems. There's that brain shit. Bleeding within the brain. Blame bro. Oh, there we go. Movement disorders like Parkinson's. Mm. Yeah, a lot of people get Parkinson's. Like for long time coke users, that's a pretty common thing for people. And I know actually a few people that have gotten Parkinson's from it. Like personally. That's wild. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. We saw that in Scarface. I could see that. Memory. Yeah. You know, I've done a line okay, here and so there and had conversations that I didn't boy, remember. Boy, you shouldn't have said that to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, the the thing I want to ask you is, because this is going to pivot right into what we're going to talk about. Regulated cocaine, go. Because didn't they just make it legal in Mexico? I'm not sure. I saw something about that in Mexico. Cocaine. I saw something you, that me, they were... Give me, give me your point on Well, I on think it differentiates cocaine. between drugs. I think when you're using pure cocaine and you're not putting, uh, you know, you're not trying to cut costs and put you're putting fucking, you know, like cleaning supply shit in there or whatever they whatever the bad grades of cocaine are, I think it's different from pure cocaine. I don't think you'll get the same effect, like as far as like intensity... I think it does go. The more pure it is, the more intense it is. But I, I don't think like when you're when you're doing coke that's pure cocaine or close to pure because I know it can't be just a hundred percent. It's different from the shit you're getting on the street that has fentanyl in it, that has uh, different types of. I, the, I can't the coke, really the pinpoint. coke that's been stepped on. And yeah, has, and has extra chemicals in it. That yeah, so I think if it's regulated, obviously the, you know. Think just because something re- is regulated doesn't mean it's good. I mean, we have regulated chicken sandwiches. You know what I'm saying from McDonald's. That's not like it's good to have one every day. You know what I'm saying. But uh, I think it'll be better to regulate some stuff like that. Now, heroin, heroin itself, pure heroin 
is not good for the everyday person to use. It's not good for anyone to use, even the geniuses that have used it. You see a lot of downfalls, even from people who are have high functionality levels from using drugs like heroin. Let's look at just classic rock stars or classic, uh, you know, scientists or mathematicians or you know, politicians that you know use these hardcore drugs and have been able to operate on it through the mm -hmm. career, a lot of times they have major downfalls in the long term from it too. Whether it's physical, whether it's with their brain, whether it's with, uh, a lot of it's physical, but you know, a lot of it, they, they come out not the same person from it and not usually for the better. So I, that's, that's kind of my stance on it. I think we should take every drug <laughs> and really, really look at like, okay, this is, uh, this is you're able to be functional in a controlled environment with this, and you're not able to be controlled environment with another drug. I don't think it should be with every drug. We should we should uh, just you know de decriminalize every single drug because or no 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 not not decriminalize, but we should just regulate every drug because it's regulated and it's pure and you should be able to use it because even if it's regulated and it's pure, not every drug is good for you. You could, you, you could look at pharmaceutical companies. Mm -hmm. It's not good for somebody to take three Xanax a day. You know what I'm saying? It's not physically not good for you. You get prescribed those things for certain conditions you have and you have to take it at a controlled pace because you mix a, even a regular uh, Xanax that's prescribed to you with, too much alcohol, you're still gonna die without, with or without fentanyl in it. Alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> but not so, yet. so you know, it really applies to what specific drug it is. So okay. that's my stance on it. So let's go to, or did you find the the check? Uh, did you find that cocaine thing? I just found a Wikipedia article that shows like where cocaine is legal and illegal based on country. Yeah, a lot of countries do have it legalized. Because it's big money makers for, too, though. That's but the thing. It's, it's interesting going off of, and this is on Wikipedia, so nobody kill me, but this is how I graduated school. But no, it says it shows that um, possession of cocaine is legal in Mexico, but up to one gram. And then in other countries, it's uh, legal medic for medical use. Australia being one of them, United States is another one. It's interesting to see that a lot of these uh, South American countries that. Um, well, Argentina has it decriminalized for private use. Bolivia has it decriminalized for up to less than 50 grams. Decriminalized in Brazil. Decriminalized in the Czech Republic. Yeah. And it's just interesting seeing that the, the sale and the transport of it is mostly illegal, but the cultivation of it is legal. Like, because of the... And I, I, you, would, you would assume because... I mean, obviously, we would assume because of cartel or whatever, but, but you would also assume because of the medical use of cocaine in other countries. I think that would be a big export, yeah, import but, type of business. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is a big business around the world, and it's a big non-taxed business also. It's a big business where people are getting just straight dollars from it that without any government intervening in it. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's so big and it isn't legalized in countries like America, or like which is one of the biggest consumer countries in the world. Well, if there, not the big consumer country in the world. You know? Let's, like No, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say because it, it shifts to our to our, our true point of this. It's not legal in America, but there is one state that has decriminalized it. Yeah. And that state being Oregon. Oregon is um 
Let me pull up the actual article because I had it up here. Oregon becomes first state to decriminalize hard drugs like cocaine and heroin. This was done in... This was done last year. I'm trying to find the exact date. The article was published November 4th, 2020. Election day of... Was that an election day? I don't remember. Um, But the drug measures were among 120 proposed state laws and constitutional amendments that were on the ballot in 32 states. Um, Because of coronavirus. The Oregon Drug Initiative would allow people arrested with small amounts of hard drugs to avoid going to trial and possible jail time by paying a $100 fine and attending an addiction recovery program. The treatment centers will be funded by revenues from legalized marijuana, which was approved in Oregon several years ago. Um, give me, just give me your thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, for me, I have a different angles for sure. Mm-hmm. Like my stance on, like I feel like if you're addicted to drugs, like if you're addicted to drugs, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be going to jail for drugs, like for using them. You know what I'm saying? Like, like proven that you're just just using them, not distributing them. Like, I feel like people should not go to jail for that. I feel like our criminal uh, justice system has to be better on, because uh, these people are addicts. Mm-hmm. These people are addicts. They rely on these drugs. Like, there's a high addiction rate to these drugs that are being given, especially because the drugs that are on the streets here have things in them that make them more addicting. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, not peers, not regulated. But I don't think that we should promote use of these hard I don't think that we should promote use of these hard drugs like for that that have done such a damage onto many communities especially a minority community that they've done so much history of damage to these communities and then just to legalize it when you want to benefit off of it is for me I just don't feel I don't feel like that that should be the role of it. I feel like there needs to be a lot of recovery done in America because there's a lot of overdoses. There's a lot of people that are lost uh, either death-wise or they're lost mentally. Like, you don't have the same... You don't know this person. They're a different person. You Mm -hmm. know, a lot of families lose people like that because of drugs and a lot of hard drugs. And I feel like we shouldn't be locking those people up because you're put. They're already kind of in some type of prison in their head where they're relying on this substance for short-term gain, for short-term uh, sustainability. So, and you're, we shouldn't be locking them away. We should be trying to facilitate better treatment for them so they don't have to rely on that. Like if you could take a drug and be operational like this man is uh, in a regulated drug or something like that, mm-hmm. that's okay, but it's just... So overwhelmingly, the rates that the studies that have been done for on these things that's not the average, that's not the average outcome of people. They a lot of people get hooked on these drugs, and uh, a a lot of lives have been look at the overdoses, so the the overdose rates in America. Because I want to, I want to, I want to touch on that. I want to touch on that, which you a lot of lives being lost with this thing. Do you think that Oregon's approach to decriminalizing these hard drugs? Of, of a small amount. Yeah. I think it's a good is step. Is a good step towards. Because I think it's I think it's a great step. I think it's a I think I mean it makes perfect sense. We don't want to send you to jail for this because it's maybe a problem and it also probably is more expensive to send you to jail just think and about just how hard, deal how with hard it is all to of get that shit. off of hard drugs. But then it's also 
and I don't, I'm not trying you to play to devil's more, advocate. There's a lot of, of 10, you have to take more drugs just to get the, off of those drugs. The person, the person also has to be willing to take that, uh, that rehabitual step. Yeah. And that, but that's the process though. It's very hard. I mean, you can even look, I'm sure everyone, you know, let's just say middle America had, has a family member or knows somebody that has either lost their lives to drugs or lost who they are because of drugs. Mm-hmm. And it is almost impossible to change things around for, for that person. Almost do impossible. Do you think, do you think there Nine is... times out of 10, no one ever comes back the same when they get addicted. Not when they try it once or twice and decide that they aren't going to keep doing it. Okay. But when they're, when they gain an addiction to these drugs, they're not, you're, you're always an addict. You're always an addict after you become it for the first time. You'll never not have to fight that urge again, no matter how well you maintain it. And it is, it's very hard. A lot of people lose do you their believe, lives from this. So do you, do you feel the same way with people who are alcoholics as well? Just any addiction once you're yeah, an addict? Yeah, I mean, I feel like addict. if you're an adult, you rely on alcohol, you should not have alcohol. You should not be able to consume alcohol. Fuck me. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> but no, but if you have yeah. a, you know, and it's very easy because alcohol, it's like you can get drunk. Very accessible. And wake up. Very legal. You can wake up the next day and you'll feel a little shitty, but, you know. You eat a nice breakfast and you rejuvenate yourself. Maybe a day later after your hangover, you f- start to feel better. You know what I'm saying? You do heroin. So your liver is shot to shit. Yeah, there's more long-term effects, but short-term recovery that you don't see those long-term effects until mm-hmm. you're continuously doing it. And the thing about alcohol is the cost of alcohol is like, you know, it's cost. That shit adds up when you're when you're buying bottles of Jack and Coke. You know what I mean? When you're buying beers, uh, you know, a pack of, you know, every couple days I'll or every day, you know, like hardcore people that are addicted to alcohol, they do they drink every single day. Mm-hmm. Like but when you do drugs, they're so cheap on the streets sometimes, like these things that are, you know, mixed with other things that aren't that drug because you it's not regulated or you don't know where it's coming from. The dealer doesn't know where it's coming from. So no matter how this, much they let's push let's that on to you, they don't know who it's coming from. Does, what is because you keep bringing up the word regulated and this isn't me like fighting back with your challenge or nothing. What is a regulated what does regulated drug use look like? Is that a re- is re- that FDA approved cocaine? What what is what regulated does that look like? regulated drug use? A prime example is legalized weed in like how we have it now, like medical marijuana, uh, legal legal weed. We can use an example. Mm-hmm. You know you you are able to go investigate what's being. They have people that come before you can distribute it. They have people that come and check your weed out. Mm-hmm. They have people that you know you quality, have to you have to meet these qualifications yeah. in order to s- distribute this. You know, there's there's steps and processes before you're even distributing it out that you have to go through, versus something that's like you're being given, you know, by a cartel or something like that. It's like here's here's the stuff. Someone will try it off the shit. They oh this this fucks me up. This works. I know people are gonna come back for it. That's all there is to it. And they're given a campaign to push to all their dealers. This is the real deal shit. This is the real deal shit. I know this comes from Colombia. Allegedly. From, yeah, but but that's they have no basis. They have no real paperwork, no real studies, aside from the people higher up that are really making the real money from it. I was trying to remember my fucking point from there. <laughs> um, okay, so, because to me, I think that, 
I think regulated hard drugs mm-hmm. just looks more like the pharmaceutical industry, which is okay. Here are yeah. the, here's here is here are the things that we have that this board of scientists and legislatives have approved for human use that may do damage, but over the long term won't do as much damage as if it was just a regular free for all raw street drug. That's probably going to yeah. be priced higher than what you're already paying. So I'm, what I'm thinking is, well, or what I want to ask you is with the, not only decriminalization, but if we, let's say if drugs were um, regulated, as you say, does that change also the legislation? Well, regu- when I say regulated, I mean that means distributed. When I say, what I mean decriminalized to where a user or a person who's an addict or who's getting caught using drugs, using drugs, not distributing, mm-hmm. using, those people shouldn't be sent to jail. Right. With the so so what I'm so what I'm saying is because I agree with you with the decriminal with the decriminalization and or regulation of a hard drug, does that also change the legislation behind these drugs? And how does that affect prior convictions for people who may have been arrested? It just depends things? what's attached on their record, though. Like, is it the like record the or is are, it the, the people situ- that are arrested, or is it the actual arrest? Well, yeah, the people that are arrested, like, say you got arrested for weed in a state that it wasn't legal in, and they have maybe stricter weed laws than another one. If it's just for you consuming weed and you're not carrying an amount that they deem as, usually it's larger amounts they deem as, okay, you're looking to distribute this. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times when people buy weed, they're not buying fucking pounds and pounds and pounds to smoke unless you're like a rapper and you're going on tour or something like or you're you know, where you could justify why the need is to buy all of this. A lot of times when people are getting caught with a lot of amount of weed, they're looking to distribute it. Even if they're smoking some of it, they're looking to distribute it. So I think when you got to, when, when they're... Allegedly. Yeah. But I think when you're looking at, you have to look, okay, this person was arrested for this amount of weed. Uh, you know, they're a regular, they're deemed either a user or an addict or for something. It doesn't have to be weed. But... Uh, and you have to differentiate that. And I feel like the ones that who are just simple users, simple addicts, people who are returning to jail time after time for being caught for being users, those people so, those people need to be for sure transferred to they need to be made to be transferred to places that are that serve as recovery versus it doesn't mean that they should just be released back onto the streets immediately. Just for the just for the initial process of, you know, when new legislation is passed, the people who are currently in jail just for being users, they need to just be transferred over to places that are for recovery and rehabilitation until centers. they're and yeah, until they're deemed uh able to get out and take that next step into the world. Damn, what the fuck was I about that? So I think we need to differentiate what's on their case. What are they in jail for? Are they in jail for just weed or is there distributing weed or, uh, you know, having uh, a needle in the car with a baby you okay, know, so in the backseat? And, and, and this, this is a question that I want to bring up too. What is the difference between an addict and a frequent user? An ad- oh, okay. Is so there a, is freak- there a, di- is there a there's difference? A, there's a difference on the stance of like who needs more recovery assistance, but I feel feel like if you have the initial thought, if you're caught by the police, it's better to just not 
do like what specific drug like if it's weed you should not have to go through a six month recovery period if you're just an average user of weed you know what i'm saying but if you're just an average user of crack or heroin something that's deemed to be worse that does more psychological damage onto human beings uh and to societies um you should whether you're an average user or not uh, you're taking unregulated drugs, so you don't know what's in that stuff. It could be branded as heroin, predominantly heroin in that. So, But that person could be an average user of heroin mixed with fentanyl. You know what I'm saying? So that's why there's no, there, there's no data to be able to, okay, this person was using this specifically. You know what I'm saying? There's no real data. You can only trace amounts. Uh, you can only trace... You know what is in it, not the amounts of it. Mm-hmm. So you don't really know what these people are taking unless it's more made obvious. So, so I feel like they should all both have to go to recovery systems, but they should judge how bad one person needs to be have a recovery now upon investigation into that person and so, their trial. So by definition, because I want us to clear what an addict is. By definition, this is. I just googled this shit. Um, the informal definition of an addict is. An enthusiastic devotee of a spe- devotee of a specified thing or activity. Mm-hmm. The um, definition that they use for kidshealth.org is an addiction is an urge to something that is hard to control or stop. Mm-hmm. That's an addict. So, yeah. can you be a frequent user if you can? Uh, is a, does a frequent user choose? When to use something and when to stop it? Does that make them a frequent user, or does that make them an addict? Because you've heard you yeah, you, you hear mean, terms like functioning alcoholic and mm-hmm. shit like that. Yeah, I mean, and I think with alcohol, I'm not somebody who is uh, a fan of you know like you know all for just alcohol. I don't think that I think with alcohol you have a better chance at getting past an alcohol addiction than. Uh, crack or heroin addiction or PCP or, you know, addiction to taking acid, you know what I'm saying? Um, I, I think that it needs to just be looked at as like, this person is a frequent user, even if they're an addict or just a frequent user, they need to be deemed frequent users of this drug and they need to be analyzed by professionals that, okay, this amount of damage has so far been done. If you're a frequent user, you don't use it as much as an addict. You're in this space. You only need to do this amount of time of recovery, unless it's made legal by legislation. You only need to do this amount of time of the recovery system. These specific things versus somebody who's an addict that needs more steps, that needs to be in there longer, that it's going to be harder to get them off of it. There needs to be work done on it because generally I don't think it's good for every drug to be used, no matter if a couple people, a couple groups of people are able to function off of it like i feel like we shouldn't be promoting i feel like we, we should make certain drugs available that aren't currently available you know what like i mean what? regulate it I, I think if you could regulate cocaine i think personally for me you know i would do it if it was regulated you know what i'm saying but i stay away from that stuff because it's not i could be taking fentanyl i had a few friends in the last year that a friend a uh, close cousin of mine you know they both are gone mm-hmm. because of that both uh, never to be seen again. People I was close with, you know, had a close relationship with. So for me, it's like they they're thinking they're using regular drugs. They're not. Uh, they don't understand. All they know is this thing stimulates them momentarily, 
and they're going to do it. it. You could die off of something that's mixed with the wrong thing just off of your first use. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. It's There's so much specifics to how drugs are used that you'll never be able to like – you're overcomplicating it when you're trying to look at the reasons – you know, uh, are there amounts of what's being done and trying to judge? All I know is this person's a frequent user of drugs or this person is caught using a drug that we deem not as good as the other drugs. Now, do I feel that the system has deemed things like weed and certain other things that shouldn't be there? For sure, absolutely. Yeah, I was about to say that. But the, the system makes it a little, I don't want to say a little, but the system makes it very problematic to approach rehabilitation or to, or 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 yeah. to at least America's, start helping people. Yeah, I think Oregon is there's certain sections Oregon of is America making a good step forward. Yeah, there's certain sections and states of America that for sure make it a thing <laughs> to emphasize recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think over time you'll see that even more because I think everyone's affected by it and whether you're left, right or middle or whatever or non-political, everyone is affected by drug use, mm-hmm. you know. And um we, we just need to find a better system. I feel like a lot, you know, going to the minority communities, which are mostly affected by this, a lot of those communities will be less, uh, you'll see dramatic numbers drop. More will be employed. More will be uh, less in the system. Less the, That rate of black men going to jail will be less because there will be less users. They're the ones that are in jail for the most, for, you know, old bills that were signed that put them away for uses of weed, you know what I'm saying? Whether mm-hmm. you distribute it or not. You know what I'm saying? So we have to go back and undo some of that stuff. And then we have to implement, okay, we have to implement these charts, this drug specifically, uh, you know, should be, you know, on the legislation, at least attempt to try to uh, decriminalize it. I think decriminalization first needs to be the priority versus regulated. Once every once the drugs that we know should be decriminalized and the ones that shouldn't be decriminalized, once we know what is what, uh, then I feel we'll have a better chance at okay uh, regulating things because we know uh, adults can use this on their own. You know what I mean? Responsible people can use this on their own. And I think you'll see rates of things drop dramatically. You are so optimistic. <laughs> I get that a lot. Uh, I'm fucking with it. That was a that was a nice little subject. Yeah. So I don't have I don't have much to say on it personally because I'm not a big drug user at all myself. Like I can Yeah, I'm not either. I, I can probably say I've smoked weed maybe less than less than twenty five times for real. Yeah, I've always been. My mother just beat the fear into me of uh, not physically beat, but like just really drove the point home of you don't know what's in anything anybody gives you, mm-hmm. which was why I always went to alcohol because it was like I see that shit off the shelf, so I know it's in there. Mm-hmm. But um, so, no, I think I think a lot of it a lot of it is um, this is gonna probably sound naive, but a lot of it is also just self control, and that's really speaking more towards alcohol because I remember I was on like. I used to binge drink a lot when I was yeah. younger, and then when I got to 25, I was like, all right, we got to hit the brakes on this shit. Yeah, I can't spend Friday, Saturday getting fucked up, and then Sunday recovering, and then when it makes its way into Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, mm-hmm. that's when it's an issue. Uh, me, it was just like like seeing family history and then seeing where I was at was like, 
Oh, okay, this shit goes left in like a year or two. So <laughs> That's like, my main thing is I have a deep family history of drug use. Mm-hmm. Like crackhead. I know that's weird to say, crackhead. You know, it's very... Word. But, I, you know, I have a really deep family um, tree that... On both ends, mom's side, dad's side, like people have been destroyed by drug use, drugs in my family, Not and drug, drug abuse. There we go. Yep, drug use in my family, and for me, I'm the type of person like, like when I'm growing up and I'm made to be around a certain people because you you know when you have less control when you're growing up and who you're around. I look at them as examples. Okay, this person is a drug drug addict. This is where their life is going. I'm not going to want to do this. So, I'm not going to take that. I'm not going to smoke weed as much. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into drinking every day or I'm not going to get in. I'm not going to get a coke habit. So, I've always been observing a, a lot of people in front of me, seeing where their life goes from doing this stuff. And unfortunately, I've had enough examples in front of me to... Stay away from that. Yeah. yeah so... Let's just end that segment and go straight to this next ad that comes up, and then we'll pick back up. And we're fucking back. Yeah, that was a long. That was a she deep. Was real. That was a deep segment. That yeah. Was real. Yeah. No, I. Uh, you know, for me, that that that's just an important thing. Um, I don't. I don't like to uh, take the seriousness out of it. Yeah. So. You know, for me, I just I get real intense on that. Um, so right now, uh, to bring it back to just some real recent news, uh, stuff that's going on in the news is the second impeachment trial, the first time in American history that we're on a second impeachment trial. That is happening right now. You got fired twice. <laughs> 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 Almost fired. Almost fired twice. Uh, this shit's gonna happen. This shit's gonna get. This shit's gonna happen. You think? You think he's gonna be out of office? I, I mean, not out of office, but you think he's gonna not be able to run again and definitely. have all of that taken away? Definitely. I think they're gonna drive. I think they're gonna drive this shit all the way home. Mm. It's gonna be a little bit. Well, you know, they to have do. to sway eleven votes. I, I don't think that's gonna be hard. So far, they've only swayed the six that's when not, they needed that's it. That's not gonna be hard. Mm. They need to do it by when? Do we know a deadline or like? Well, they're. I think today they were just uh, the Democrats were presenting their, their case. case. For, yeah. what was it like sixteen hours? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm not. Hey, listen. Yeah. If you impeaching me, <laughs> <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm under impeachment and they tell me. The, de- the prosecution has 16 hours to make their case. Yo, call it, fool. You got it. I'm not spending 16 hours of my day. Are you telling me what the fuck I was doing wrong? I'm good. I'm super good. I don't good. think he's there. Like, I don't think he's actually there, like, physically. Fuck. I don't know. <laughs> because who's not going to watch a case about them? Whether they're there, who's not going to tune into that? I got yeah. 16 hours. Are you killing me? Uh, I'm pretty you sure. Honestly, it, I don't think he's even watching. I think I, he's I, just I getting probably, updates. Yeah, but fuck that. <laughs> fuck, fuck me personally. Fuck that. You got it. What is it? <laughs> what do I got to sign? I can't do what no more? Cool. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Got you, boss. Nah, that shit's wild, though. Um, But yeah, no. They're definitely getting them the fuck out of here. For people who don't know. Um, I don't I don't think that they'll sway. I don't think that they'll sway the votes that they need. Um, Just simply because it would tarnish the... 
Republican. Uh, I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah, but you're saying that because you're a super lefty. Am I super lefty? Yeah, you're super lefty. You're fuck. super liberal. You're yeah. super lefty. You're super anti-Trump, and you know I, I seem like a big, big fan of Trump, and I understand. Look at this guy's hat. <laughs> it's like the blank hat. It's like the vintage. I wore a blank hat. It's the, it's the vintage. <laughs> I was gonna use this for merch for something, and I just like this has been sitting in my room for too long. You missing a logo, and that's 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 Ash's hat. That's the Ash Ketchum hat. Yeah, it is. But no, um, for the people who don't know, we're talking about uh, Donald Trump, the what is he, the forty-fifth, right? Forty. The 45th, 45th yeah. president of the United States is under his second impeachment trial. What this does is if and they— Trial one, to make clear, trial one, there was no evidence. That was the decided That was decided upon that there was no viable evidence. He was impeached, but he was not removed from yeah, office. He was impeached, but not removed. The and second at the, now he's being impeached after again. his term has ended, what this which does is costing is, $30 million or something like that of taxpayer money. Um, maybe even more. Um, I'm at the point now where I don't believe anything that they say is taxpayer money because I never their, see where the fuck all their my salaries tax are taxpayer go. money. Y'all say that shit a <laughs> the lot. The time bro. that they spend on <laughs> they this say trial, that shit a lot. just think of all these people know, that are know, spending sixteen tax, hours at a time. I know tax dollars go to places, but throwing taxpayers' dollars behind everything doesn't make me believe it anymore. Or Further, well, no, we're just trying to say we're just it. trying to say that it's a waste no, of yeah. money because you're saying it's a waste because of money. it's highly unlikely that he's going to be removed from office. But from ever being able to run but, again, I mean. But I don't think it is. But what this does is, if this goes through, and he is successfully, well, I don't know, he's technically impeached right now, right? Or well, yeah, impeachment is, is just no. I mean, the second, the second deeming that it's I mean, okay to take the next step. The second impeachment. So if the if the trial concludes that. He he's fucked up basically. He fucked up. He cannot run for president ever again. He doesn't get the benefits. He doesn't get the benefits of being president. And I, I know it's more shit to that. But those well, are the those are the main two. Flood, those are the main like two if things. He's, if he's deemed guilty of this stuff, he's not going to be like charged from these courts for like on this particular case. But it opens up a floodgate of other cases coming against him from various people that have anything against him. He already got cases against yeah, him. Yeah, so. but but this trial itself, because you have certain privileges when you are president that you, you yeah. get out of certain Mostly things. being so you can't if you get have that taken any, away. You can't have any cases brought to you while you're in office. Yeah, but yeah, but even on certain subjects because of mm-hmm. the uh the responsibility. National Security Act, blah blah yeah, blah, 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 yeah. blah all that shit. So that's the real thing. Is you know, for me, I think if he, which I don't think he will, um, I think it's highly unlikely because uh, you have to sway eleven votes, and that's not where the standing is right now. Um, even people who had Mitch McConnell as a doubt that they thought was going to vote against him voted with no, him today. Stern motherfucker. Um, Voldemort changing anytime soon. I think. I think what's going to happen. I think he'll just start a news network, and I think he'll. Sway. A, I don't think he'll start another uh, another party. That was a big rumor, but I don't think he's starting another party. Um, I think he will start, start a news network start and, become a, and become a giant and make his life's mission, the remaining life and his family's remaining life, that their mission will be to be uh, a big shot caller in the uh, mm-hmm. as far as media wise and try to regain because right now the media is. 
it's left. The media is left. There, you have to go to specific things if you want to see something about support of anything that's right wing, anything that's highly publicized, anything, anything that's highly. <laughs> it's true though. Any channel, any channel, award shows, actors, Hollywood, it's, sports, anything. It's, it's a, it's a very. They insinuate it's a that very, it's a it's very against, left government right now. It's a very left government. Yeah. So they insinuate uh, that is that is more left. So I think his live mission will be, you know, if he's not able to go back into office. Not yeah, but you're saying you're not saying happening. that, but that you're not sure though. Not I'm 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 anticipating it's not happening. Okay, that's a bit that's a better I'm, word. I'm definitely open let's not to being speak wrong, absolutes but, because no, oh, no. I'm, I think I'm 2016 should have taught people that nothing is absolute. I'm definitely anticipating. That he he doesn't run for office again. Well, if if not he's not if office. he's not guilty again in this trial, uh, he'll run for office again. I I I'm believe. almost sure. Yeah, I'm almost sure. And that's what he's spoken to his plans as far as what he's put out so All right. far. Well, so so to wrap that up, it's just we'll keep updated on that because we're gonna be doing this every single week. I don't, I don't week. give a fuck about Trump. No, I'm joking. We, <laughs> we will. We have a we have a responsibility yeah, to y'all now. Yeah. I guess. Well, I got my TikTok fan base, my troll accounts. Man, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, yeah, so we'll we'll keep updated on that, and and definitely, you know, we'll be back weekly. Um, we definitely. You know, want to bring. I feel like the first two episodes, we definitely, there's definitely a lot of darkness for sure. You said darkness. It's just heavy shit. <clears throat> yeah. You know, but you got to start things. We're getting down to the nitty gritty. You got to start things off like that. Kind of, uh, sort of. Just to, you know, figure out whose yeah, no. opinions are on what. It's and what really type just, of to, yeah, just to, just to figure out our, our, uh, our rhythm and ebb and flow because it's kind of hard to go into like okay what music are you listening to you know what i'm saying what are you oh, watching easy. on tv uh, you, know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know after you're talking about fucking so what's your soundtrack to the end of the world yeah. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, a good soundbite anyways man let's go ahead and let's make that transition fuck it what are you listening to right now right now i'm not yeah. listening to anything get the I'm fuck out of here no 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 i'm not listening to anything that's like Specifically new, I'm more of listening to just wide varieties. Lots of Pharrell. Mm. Lots of Pharrell. Like, I almost, like, bought a NERD. Final? No, like, bomber jacket the other day. Oh, that was way too expensive. Uh, I'm just such a fan. I mean, I do have an NERD tattoo. but Really? Yeah. I got a couple tattoos. How many tattoos you got? One, two... Three, childish. Four, five. I got damn right here. The Kendrick damn. Yep. Dark Twisted Fantasy. This music. Blonde. Blonde. And, yeah. And N E R D. Never heard it. You never heard Frank Ocean Blonde. I just listened to Endless last year. That's the first one out of the, both of those albums that you listened to is is Endless first. Yeah. The I mean, one he dropped just to get out of his deal. Yeah, I went chrono- chronologically. Yeah, I want to see the difference. I haven't listened to Blonde yet in front to back in its entirety. I've heard songs from it, but <sighs> I just haven't been in the mood to listen to it. I haven't been in the mood. I ain't been in the mood have in the last year. you had any anxiety the last years. year? That's what that's for, anxiety? No, I got a playlist just, for that shit. You know, I got a couple <laughs> songs on there I listen to. No, I, I, do, I do need to listen to it. I just haven't set the... Vibe the Frank vibe. There was no yeah. urgency for it for me. Yeah, I guess I just fucked with the business. It's just I, I, with the I don't hear that a lot. It. That people because since it did come out in twenty sixteen, I believe. Yeah, 
you would think that's a pretty long time. Now, yeah, I don't yeah. Know. I don't think he's gonna be dropping for a while either because mm-hmm. of his brother. What happened with his brother? His little brother died like oh. last year at some point. Really? Yeah, car accident, I believe. Oh. Yeah, I've, I'm still waiting on Kendrick though too, because yeah. 2017 was the last time we heard from him. That's not Russian. The man just started a creative agency. You'd be lucky if he drops this year. Lucky. Well, I you know I think it was 2019. I was covering. I was in some studio sessions that my company was filming mm-hmm. uh, in, in L.A. And there was people that worked on his one before Dam, and Dam. Uh, worked on some of the records on there, and they're like in there talking like, "Oh yeah, he's coming soon. He's he'll be dropping in the next year." Detox and, is coming soon too. Man. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm really upset at those people. Every time I see him now, I come across him a couple times. I just you, give him you the motherfucker. Look, like, you, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what you did. You know, I thought I had some exclusive news at some point. Nah, you had nothing, Jack. Shit. Nothing. I'm not exclusive at all. That's funny, dog. So yeah, so I I don't know for for I've been watching a lot of like. A lot of content lately, like just trying oh, to. You're not like, even listening to music. You just. I, yeah, I've been I've been really really kind of deep invested because right now I'm reinventing, um, just kind of what my business is, my company is, mm-hmm. just trying to figure out. Okay, we have this certain look, and it's been such a large gap between when we've been able to release any of the work that we like. I, we have like four or five projects that have just that are could have been big for us that were just in the air now they're finished they're done but this year we haven't been able to do anything with them so it's like i just you know trying to reinvent because by the time those are even put out if they are you're gonna be on a, something totally different something different whole and new identity yeah now we're moving in you know transitioning into you know a lot of my clients are mainly like west coast because that's where the real money is for for content mm-hmm. and uh, you know, for me, it's just like, okay, how do I make that jump? Because I'm operating it from the Midwest, you know, periodically traveling. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I have a clientele base, but I've been really focused on content lately. How can we, you know, like how maybe I can learn how to put together a podcast and add that to artillery. You know what I'm saying? Just doing been shit. doing things, adding people who work in the 3D uh, design you know, saying, I mean, uh, department of our, my company, Mm -hmm. you know, just adding different things that I see more and more brought into content every day. So I've been watching a lot of movies, a lot of shows, you know, cause ultimately my goal is to get, not limit myself to just music. I want to really dive into original content. I want to dive into filming for television, filming for streaming services slash movies or whatever. Like I want that to be what this company ultimately is. So I've been kind of spending the last couple of months just, just watching shit. Honestly, just studying shit. You know, you know. I still, you know, uh, listen to music, but I kind of have know what I'm going into. I really nothing has been, you know, piquing my interest. The weekend album, that was cool. That was for me. But shit after that, I'll listen to it. But nothing's really exciting me. Nothing at all. Nothing is exciting me. Can't relate. <laughs> Cause your boy's been over here listening to tunes, motherfucker. What about you? What you been listening to? Man, this Van Jess album, Homegrown. Okay. This shit's been going. I, I listen to some Van I've Jess. been spinning this daily since it's dropped. I fuck with Van Jess. This is dope. Um, My brother, label mate, Emmett James, just dropped a little two-pack called Butter and Brown on his Sh- birthday. Shameless plug. That's not shameless. Hey, <laughs> what's up? No, Hey, what? Yeah. Shame hey, and shameless. A, I just did a Big whole goat. segment of me plugging my yeah. company. So. Yeah. 
Go go check that out, man. It's called Butter and Brown by Emmett James. It's no, it's really dope. Really dope two records he's he's done featuring uh Claudio Perone Jr. and the lovely B Free. All our um Milwaukee natives, you know, by birth. And um Emmett and uh Claudio are in LA right now. But the record Saturday Serenade is probably like my favorite from the, the two pack he dropped. Uh Freddie Gibbs dropped the record with Schoolboy Q called Gang Signs. That came out? Yeah, I fuck with that. The video's dope. dope. It's like a nice little animation of him as an actual rapping and shit just going around causing havoc. Yeah. But it's fire. I fuck with it. The Gang Signs shit is dope. Um, I would want to hear more from Freddie and Q. That'd be nuts. Like a little yeah. EP would be pretty smooth or even just some more loose singles. Uh, I'm a big fan of Flo Millie. Flo Millie just dropped a video for uh, Roaring Twenties. So that was super fire. Now I want to just backtrack everything I said because like I have been listening to music. I just don't no, realize because I, I, I listen you. to it so much that yeah. it's like I don't realize. It's just a part of the day and shit. Yeah. yeah. Nah, but Flo, Flo Millie um, video was super fire. Cardi B with the Up song and video. I like that too. That? I fuck with it. Heavy. I love it. Her flow in there is dope. It's super, super dope. I like that. It's, um, it's still, it still caters to the, the big industry standard. That she kind of set for herself with the first album, but it, she's also playing with newer styles. Um, still in that same like comfortability, but she added a little bit more to the arsenal. Uh, Victoria Monet, who I think has like the best pin in the game right now, dropped a new single called "Fuck," and that's a, a acronym for "Friend You Can Keep." And that shit's nice. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Um, and Brent Fayez, oh, he yeah. dropped the, he dropped the record with with Tyler Creator and DJ Die. He called "Gravity." That's dope. And then he just leaked like three singles on his Dropbox the other day, but those all crashed. Like I had to have somebody send them to me. But those three records are uh, Price of Fame, Paper Soldiers featuring Junie, and then Circles featuring Purr. It's a video out for Circles now too. But um, yeah, I mean, I got the chance to work with Dahi and Fias on separate occasions. Yeah, and I think that they're in their own respect. I think that they're. Definitely creating their own lane of yeah. music. I keep remembering that. I keep having to like remind myself that Brent is independent. So that, is he? Yeah, that does I more. That. that does more of a like a. Um, does he do that? I too shit. He's hopeful with, thing for me. He's with, he's in a little group, right? Yeah, Saunder. Saunder. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, though we still got artists out here who are you know charting, plaquing. Shit, my bad. I too. If, <laughs> if you get the chance, I met you also. <laughs> I just know you're a, nice a real collective. quiet dude, but yeah. Um, my favorite shit that Dahi did was Mount Olympus for uh, Crit. That's one of my favorite songs. Dahi yeah, yeah, he's that. pretty dope. He's he, he's dope. It's when you look at him initially from the outside, you're like, he just like kind of looks like a normal guy, and then he goes in there, and he's not just like some normal producer. Like he really, really is like next level. Like music theory and shit. Really, really, yeah, next level. Like that's dope. Really, really genuine guy. Have you watched um? The WandaVision series yet? Or do you, yeah, you, I haven't. I've been watching it. Yep. You up to date with it all? Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for all the episodes to come out. Really? So I can just binge it. It's thirty fucking <sighs> minutes. Like it's like waiting for Insecure. Like I'm just gonna wait for the whole season yeah. and watch that shit in one sitting. Wait, you don't watch Insecure? I do watch Insecure. Oh, yeah. I don't like waiting week by week. Though. Oh, I, my bad. I thought I thought you meant Euphoria. My bad. Oh, I don't yeah. watch Euphoria. Oh, really? No, nah. it's a good show. It's it's greatly produced, but I just I didn't get into 824, it. Eight twenty four, man. There's fucking. I just didn't get into it. I'm ready for Snowfall though. I've never watched it. That shit's fire. Never. You know what? I, you know what needs best, to come out? That's some of the best TV I've seen. You know what needs to come out? What's that? Season three and four of Atlanta. Yeah, They're I think fucking that. Fucking. That's next ridiculous. year. Ridiculous. That's next year, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, he pushed it back. Again, because they already pushed it back for – it'll be four years by the time that they – Corona. If they pick up – Corona. You think they're going to do a time skip? If they pick pick up on that same tour, I'm going to be mad. You think they do a time skip like in animes? They might have to do a time skip. Yeah, at this point, four years. They don't. They probably don't even look the same. Like, I I don't know. It's the, a lot has changed in the world from four years. He's by definitely. The time I, I think he's definitely gone just with Donald and his team because I'm a big, big Childish Gambino fan. Like, yeah, one of my you, biggest. You influences. know who you look like? Not who you look like. You know, you look like. Oh God. Whatever you about to say is racist. Whatever you about to say is racist. Does he have a song named Campfire? Bonfire? Bonfire. That's what it is. You look like the guy that is at the party that you meet for the first time and you're talking about music and you recommend Bonfire by Challenge Gambino. Like that's who who you look like. That's what you look like. Everything you just everything you just said is racist. What? I don't have a way to prove it, but it's There's, racist. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I, the only people I've ever heard that from is white dudes. <laughs> I've only gotten that hey, recommendation What's that shit you said? To, what do you need to say every time I'm wrong, Jade? As a black man? As I'm a not black looking man, at yeah. Every time, nah, every I'm time definitely you say dude, something to me, you definitely to do. Uh, I'm definitely the dude that's telling you to listen to Bino, but I'm not telling you to go listen to Bonfire. I'm giving you... Uh, I was just catching those vibes for a Get the fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> what am I fucking... What am I watching right now? I'm watching One Piece. Keep it a buck with you. What the fuck is that? This is an anime about this kid, Monkey mm. Monkey D. Luffy, who's trying to be the Pirate King. And that's how I feel about like me in the music industry. Like, there's a lot of motherfuckers out here trying to do the same shit, but only one of us is going to be the best at it. And that's my life mission. It's a little attitude to have. But what, am, right. I, what well, am I watching? Well, Crop that clip, that soundbite you just took out, and we'll. You check my if we'll you check my social for your LinkedIn account. You, this guy, <laughs> fuck LinkedIn. Uh, <laughs> you check, you check. No, but you check my social media names because I just changed my hand. Like my handles are still the same, but my display names I just changed all to Monkey D Luffy. I'm like, that, I'm okay, so that's what that was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, it's a character. Fuck? Yeah, everybody keeps saying that. I'm like, Google it, bitch. Yeah, but that's just me being dumb. And, but no, that's like one of my favorite shows I'm watching right now. Um, it's never end. I love like shows that never end. And that's one of those that's got like a thousand plus episodes out. Like Dragon out. Ball Z. That shit's garbage. There's a thousand plus episodes out and they're still doing more. I don't like Dragon Ball Z because it's the same shit. Something's wrong. Uh, we can't beat the bad guy. Here comes Goku. Goku I, beats the bad guy. I but Goku dies. New bad guy. Repeat the cycle. I, like, nah. I used to watch it when I was younger, right? And during quarantine, I went through a phase on Hulu. I, I'm going to piss some people off with that segment. My bad. Go ahead. <laughs> I went through a phase on Hulu where there were, I had a, it's called Dragon Ball Super or something. I never watched it before. So I'm watching and I'm like, okay. I'm like 21 episodes in. So I'm like, how many episodes are in this first season? There was like 80 or 200 or something like that. I was like, oh, I'm not continuing this. I'm Fuck not that watching sh- this. Fuck that shit. But it's funny because... One Piece is the same way. Theirs is in like seasons. String, you it's got a string like, on your my beard. Yeah, that's probably. what you want to call that. My, my scraggle. <laughs> is it gone? I think so. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Handsome looking. Um, but no, One Piece is the same way where they do not not seasons, but they do it in arcs. And some of the arcs they can be like fifty episodes or yeah. hundred episodes. But I'm like, mm. I'm in it, so whatever. I don't care. But some shit I'm looking forward to though, TV wise, is Snowfall for sure. Um, I don't know if you watch Peaky Blinders, but. 
I fuck with Peaky no. Blinders. There's a movie coming. My I'm ready for the no, movie. No, the reason I took the big gasp when you said it is because my mom tries to get me to watch that shit every time I see her. And she forgets that she recommends it to me. Watch it with her. That's she, your mom. Watch it with her. You got to watch one bullshit thing with your mom. We watch a, a lot, lot of... of well, we don't, we don't watch it together, but we watch it at the same time. Okay. So, yeah, the... I would say to wrap to wrap my excitement for new shows that are coming mm-hmm. up is uh, the Gotham HBO show, the, the the show that's based in the the new Robert Pattinson world, because you know the new movie, the new Batman, it's Batman movie. Year One. No, yeah. it's Batman Year Two. Well, movie. basically, yeah, yeah. So, got the the show, the Gotham PD type show, is going to be in that world for Year One. I feel like this is the. the I'm a DC fanatic. Like <laughs> Justice League raised me, so it's yeah. like I'm DC. When people are like Marvel, Marvel, I'm like That's they do the dope shit. But yeah. I'm like DC to death, Batman forever. Yeah, uh, I think this is the chance for DC to like really correct some past mistakes because yeah. Wonder Woman was absolute basura and that really pissed me off it was so corny such a force it was like a weak ass origin movie yeah and the thing that they're doing over there is i'm talking about the second one the first one was the first one was better than the second one yeah it was the thing was just a ripoff of captain america the thing i'm talking about is like the thing that they're doing over there now is and i don't know if it's warner i don't know if it's dc but they just keep getting writers who keep picking four different storylines and try to compile them all into the same timeline and it's like Stop, stop. All you yeah. have to do, all you have to do is take the animation movie that's already been made and just bring that bitch to life on a real screen. That's all yeah. you got to do. It's made. The animations are no, they don't miss. The animations can't fail. Definitely with the Flashpoint movie with them implementing you can't Michael fuck Keaton. that up, but they're going to find a way to fuck that up. They better make the I think it's Batman Beyond or Beyond. I don't think that's going to happen for a while. I, but you I think, think that'll I, be that, the. I think that's the opening to not. Yeah, no, Michael yeah, yeah, Keaton. With, with Keaton, yeah, back, that's yeah. gonna be opening to that because of the Flashpoint thing. What was interesting to me was, I remember the first rumors of the Flashpoint was they were, the guy who plays Negan, I forget his name, Negan from The Walking Dead, but they had originally casted him to be Thomas Wayne, or that was like the idea to cast him as Thomas mm-hmm. Wayne in the Flashpoint movie. Yeah, and I was like, that shit's fucking genius. Oh man! And lo and behold, they dropped the ball. But oh, that brings it, and we can wrap it up with this because that's. This is literally the one thing I'm most excited for is the Snyder cut of Justice League. Oh, All yeah. four you fucking see the hours. Little, little uh, pictures that came out. Yeah. Listen, I know we all love Heath Ledger. Rest in peace to the legend. Did an amazing job with the Joker. But Leto's Joker is personally my favorite visually. Personally, what? my favorite visually. Visually. Really? Visually. So you like the more gangster yeah. styled yeah. Joker? Yeah. Wow, that's I don't hear that a lot. I really don't. He's I, my, he's I, my I, favorite I, visually. Joaquin is my favorite one. I can see why. Yeah, I can see why. I I think he did a really I, he well, did I mean, he, he did an amazing job. He was a great it. director. Yeah, yeah. Too, that's another thing too. Yeah. But I also think that that was the biggest thing with the Justice League originally is because they had Josh Whedon on it. So Snyder didn't finish it because of the um, untimely passing of his daughter. Yeah, you know so. He stepped yep. away from the project, and then they brought in Josh Whedon. Those of you who don't know, Josh Whedon directed the Avengers movie, yeah, the the first one. You don't bring a Disney director over yeah. to DC. You no. just fuck shit up. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So you, I mean, you see the differences between like, you know, the uh, they show the clips of the Snyder cut matched up with the the Josh Whedon yeah. version, and you see the differences from design to color and everything. And it's just like, it's 
fucking miles I really hope it's a, a different difference. movie. It's going to be a dog. It's going to be so fucking amazing, bro. I'm I saw a snippet of the day where it's the Leto the Leto Joker is supposed to be part of the Batman nightmare sequence. So they oh, have really? a clip. Yeah, they had a clip of uh Affleck, you know, dressed in the the uh the desert fit he had originally yeah. in the nightmare sequence, but then they pan over his shoulder and it's and it's that shot of Leto sitting there. Wow. And those, so I'm looking forward to it, bro. I'm sitting still for all 4 hours like I'm pissing yeah. before it. Yeah, I'm going to have food and everything ready. schedule out for that. HBO is going to be maxed to the max. The homies whose account I'm using, he's going to have that shit paid for. I'm not trying to hear none of that. So, yeah. Cool. I'm well, uh, Jacob here is telling us we have to leave. So, this will wrap up episode two. Um, make sure to subscribe. And what are our handles? The OTF pod? The, yeah, the OTF pod. And, um, on everything? The over the fence pod on anything you can't find so we're available pretty much on everything so we will uh we'll be back next week and probably lighten things up a little bit so thank you